Welcome, 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 Salupis. Welcome to another Salu Covers podcast. And every time you see me in this shirt and this cap, it means we are talking cricket, cricket, cricket. And we have some very, very interesting and special guests. Yep, there we go. There's, there's another Indian cap in there. We have very special and interesting guests out here. And every time I say someone is special, it means I'm out here to fanboy the hell out of them rather than talking to them. But I do my best to not fanboy and talk more often to them. And the folks right here, gentlemen right here nick and gabe these are one of my favorite american youtubers very famous american youtubers obviously 30k subscribers their channel name is boring reviews they react they react to more indian stuff most often than not they also react to cricket videos i love their reactions i love their reviews i love their breakdowns and but more than that they also have a youtube channel separately for cricket now I, I cannot believe I'm saying these words in a same sentence. Americans having a cricket channel to react on cricket. All right. So these are hardcore Americans who react on cricket. They learned about cricket and they just live, breathe. And they have they, the next thing you know, they will be Indian citizens anytime <laughs> soon. Right. So guys, welcome to the podcast. An absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for inviting us. Uh, Nick and Gabe. Uh, Thank you so much. It's a huge treat for us. It's a huge treat for us. Thank you so much. Sorry about the lag. It is still real. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. We're, we're not too better with the lag too. Um, so you are hardcore Americans from West Coast. You are classic baseball-loving, NBA-loving, football-loving, sport-loving Americans, right? Cricket is a game that... Americans are not supposed to love, right? It's a slow, boring game. It lasts for days. It's long. Bowler takes ages to come down on bowl. How did the cricket bug bite you? Anyone, any one of you can go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Here's a true story, all right? Nick and I are, are two peas in a pod, all right? Two sides of the same coin. And anybody that knows us knows we're hardworking, we're fun-loving, but we are very, very, very hard-headed. And somebody asked us to review a cricket video or whatnot. And the first thing I said is like, oh, man, this really reminds me of, uh, of baseball. It's so close to baseball. And, dude, our comments filled up. We're those guys that actually read our comments. You know how they say don't read your comments? We read the comments. What are you guys talking about? Not even close. So Nick and I were like, what are you? Come on. I know what I'm talking about. I'm a baseball lifer. I'm Dominican. I grew up in the Caribbean. All right. Dominican Republic baseball is life. And if you can't make the parallels between the two sports, you've never actually sat down and watched baseball. So really, at least for me, it was me trying to prove my point that I'm right. Like, no, what are you talking about? Cricket and baseball are really similar. It's really similar. Three facets to the game. You field, you bat, excuse me, you field, you bat and you bowl. And in baseball, you know, you field, you pitch and you bat. Same difference. All right. Other than, you know, the, 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 the game is played differently. There's different laws. And, you know, cricket has laws. Baseball has rules. But the, the foundation is still there. So for me, <laughs> I got to be completely honest. It's not like the first time I saw it. I was like, man, I'm the biggest fan ever. It's, I saw it and I, I made a comment and people were killing me on the comments. What are you talking about? Cricket is so far superior. So I had to just prove my point. And then after watching games, I became a huge fan. How about right. you, Nick? Nick, before you go ahead, yeah, um, so, uh, b before you go ahead, uh, tell us, you had no idea about cricket maybe a couple of years ago. How did you go from there to starting a separate cricket channel? And please tell, what do you do on that cricket channel? All right. So 
it, it all started with born reviews. Me and Gabe started this um, not too long ago, about a year and a half ago. And we love movies. We love sports. So we're just going to do a whole bunch of movie stuff. Anyways, we had our first reaction to Saho, the trailer for that. It was a request. And I'm like, Saho, what is that? I looked it up and I'm like, oh, it's Bollywood. It's an Indian film. Okay. My, my understanding of Bollywood, being a huge fan of movies, was that there was a lot of movies made in Bollywood, but that they were of a very different style than Hollywood. And I don't think they have the greatest um, rep, what's, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Reputation? There we go. Yeah, in America. And so, anyways, I was like, let's check it out. And then that's what really blew up on Boring Reviews. That's how we became uh, a Western channel doing Indian content. And I know there's, and then I realized there's a thing called Our Stupid Reactions and there's Jabby Kuwait. I had no idea this world existed. And so, for us, it came organically. And we're like, whoa, these movies are actually pretty cool. These are looking pretty good. Let's watch them. So, long story short, like Gabe said, we got some requests for cricket. And my impression of cricket was that it was a boring lane game where they stop and they drink their tea and they're having crumpets. I thought it was just an England thing. I didn't know. Welcome, 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 Salupis. Welcome to another Salu Covers podcast. And every time you see me in this shirt and this cap, it means we are talking cricket, cricket, cricket. And we have some very, very interesting and special guests. Yep, there we go. There's, there's another Indian cap in there. We have very special and interesting guests out here. And every time I say someone is special, it means I'm out here to fanboy the hell out of them rather than talking to them. But I do my best to not fanboy and talk more often to them. And the folks right here, gentlemen right here nick and gabe these are one of my favorite american youtubers very famous american youtubers obviously 30k subscribers their channel name is boring reviews they react they react to more indian stuff most often than not they also react to cricket videos i love their reactions i love their reviews i love their breakdowns and but more than that they also have a youtube channel separately for cricket now I, I cannot believe I'm saying these words in a same sentence. Americans having a cricket channel to react on cricket. All right. So these are hardcore Americans who react on cricket. They learned about cricket and they just live, breathe. And they have they, the next thing you know, they will be Indian citizens anytime <laughs> soon. Right. So guys, welcome to the podcast. An absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for inviting us. Uh, Nick and Gabe. Uh, Thank you so much. It's a huge treat for us. It's a huge treat for us. Thank you so much. Sorry about the lag. It is still real. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. We're, we're not too better with the lag, too. Um, so you are hardcore Americans from West Coast. You are classic baseball-loving, NBA-loving, football-loving, sport-loving Americans, right? Cricket is a game that... Americans are not supposed to love, right? It's a slow, boring game. It lasts for days. It's long. Bowler takes ages to come down on bowl. How did the cricket bug bite you? Anyone, any one of you can go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Here's a true story, all right? Nick and I are, are two peas in a pod, all right? Two sides of the same coin. And anybody that knows us knows we're hardworking, we're fun-loving, but we are very, very, very hard-headed. And somebody asked us to review a cricket video or whatnot. And the first thing I said is like, oh, man, this really reminds me of, of baseball. It's so close to baseball. 
And, dude, our comments filled up. We're those guys that actually read our comments. You know how they say don't read your comments? We read the comments. What are you guys talking about? Not even close. So Nick and I was like, what are you? Come on. I know what I'm talking about. I'm a baseball lifer. I'm Dominican. I grew up in the Caribbean. All right. Dominican Republic baseball is life. And if you can't make the parallels between the two sports, you've never actually sat down and watched baseball. So really, at least for me, it was me trying to prove my point that I'm right. Like, no, what are you talking about? Cricket and baseball are really similar. It's really similar. Three facets to the game. You field, you bat, excuse me, you field, you bat, and you ball. And in baseball, you know, you field, you pitch, and you bat. Same difference, all right? Other than, you know, the, 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 the game is played differently. There's different laws. And, you know, cricket has laws. Baseball has rules. But the, the foundation is still there. So for me... <laughs> I got to be completely honest. It's not like the first time I saw it. I was like, man, I'm the biggest fan ever. It's I saw it and I, I made a comment and people were killing me on the comments. What are you talking about? Cricket is so far superior. So I had to just prove my point. And then after watching games, I became a huge fan. How about right. you, Nick? Nick, before you go ahead, yeah, um, so- uh, b- before you go ahead, uh, tell us, you had no idea about cricket maybe a couple of years ago. How did you go from there to starting a separate cricket channel? And please tell, what do you do on that cricket channel? All right. So it it all started with Born Reviews. Me and Gabe started this um, not too long ago, about a year and a half ago. And we love movies. We love sports. So we're just going to do a whole bunch of movie stuff. Anyways, we had our first reaction to Saho, the trailer for that. It was a request. And I'm like, Saho, what is that? I looked it up and I'm like, oh, it's Bollywood. It's an Indian film. Okay. My, my understanding of Bollywood, being a huge fan of movies, was that there was a lot of movies made in Bollywood, but that they were of a very, very different style than Hollywood. And I don't think they have the greatest um, reputation. Rep, rep, what's, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Reputation? There we go. Yeah, in America. And so anyways... I was like, let's check it out. And then that's what really blew up on Boring Reviews. That's how we became uh, a Western channel doing Indian content. And I know there's, and then I realized there's a thing called Our Stupid Reactions and there's Jabby Kuwait. I had no idea this world existed. And so for us, it came organically. And we're like, whoa, these movies are actually pretty cool. These are looking pretty good. Let's watch them. So long story short, like Gabe said, we got some requests for cricket. And my impression of cricket was that it was a boring lane game where they stop and they drink their tea and they're having crumpets. I thought it was just an England thing. I didn't know it was international. I didn't know it was all over Asia and Australia and whatnot. I had no idea. So if you watch our very first reaction, me and Jody did a a reaction to cricket, just the rules of cricket. I was completely lost. You can hear my comments. I sound like a complete moron. (laughs) But I started thinking, like, if I was a cricket fan – and I watched this Yahoo on Boring Reviews just trash it and not know what he's talking about, that wouldn't be fair. So I wanted to go back to the well. And I have no problem embarrassing myself. I have no problem being honest. So it started with doing this or that. And I'm not going to lie, the reception we got, even though we got some comments that were saying you're a bunch of morons, the reception we got made us feel really good. And we thought, hey, this might be something. And so we started Cricket Tuesdays. And it just went off from there, and we built this huge fan base, and I say huge, relatively huge for us, on these people that love watching us learn cricket. And then we started getting these comments that said, hey, you guys are picking it up pretty quick. And so that kind of fueled the fire. Um, it wasn't until we started really getting into it. We got Hot Star. We started watching some matches that we really got the bug. And so I was telling Gabe, I said, listen, we have a movie review channel 
but I'm loving cricket. And they're, the cricket videos, they get claimed on YouTube so easily. I said, I yes. want to figure out a way where we can still do cricket reactions and not get claimed. So let's start a second channel. And then that way, if it gets claimed up the wazoo and we lose that channel, no harm, no foul. We still have boring reviews. I was able to reach out to some people, Robolinda. I was able to reach out to Cricket Attic and a few other people. They gave us permission to react to their videos. And we started to learn the game on that. And then it's just, you know, Cricket for Americans are almost at 5,000 subscribers, which is amazing. We're doing live reactions all the time on there. And what we do on Cricket for Americans is we're not doing a live reaction to CPL, T20, ODI, test. Those phrases, we had no idea what those were about seven months ago. If we're not doing that, we're doing reactions with me and Jody or me and Gabe or all three of us. And it's just everything that you want if you want to see Americans learning cricket, talking about cricket, wearing the cricket apparel getting our hearts broken when the freaking tridents are getting their butts kicked from TKR. I mean, all that kind of stuff. And we haven't even gotten to IPL yet. Um, that's where it came from. And honestly, you're going to get honesty from our, both of our channels. We're going to say what we feel. We're not going to try to please anybody, which maybe is to our detriment. Who knows? Yeah. But that's kind of the short of it. I, I, it's like I, I, it's, it's, it was it, it was very cute fa- watching your first video, right? So you were like, "Why is this bat looking like this?" I mean, why are they running all over the place? I mean, I think cricket has different rules in different countries. It it was it was very it was very cute, but it, it was very fascinating also, right? Because Americans, let's be honest, you you barely know anything outside your country, right? What's going on? I'm just joking. <laughs> no, you're no. not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Uh, you want to you want to have some fun? Ask Americans about geography, okay? They have no <laughs> idea where anything is outside of America. Let's be honest. Indians India, Indians know better about U.S. geography than Americans know about Indian geography. I'm again, no offense, no offense. I'm just joking. Hey, Nick, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was very it was oh, very dear. fascinating. It was very fascinating, right? Like uh, like uh, once he said you in a video like you know what if a batsman gets 100 runs it's like century and it's a big deal it was this is the first time i'm hearing words like that and it was very fascinating i think you were watching your first video for the lagan movie if i'm not wrong right yes yes we did watch lagan and uh, we did a, the review on lagan and even that you know sometimes sports movies have a way uh, of translating a story that an actual game can't and we fell in love amir khan is, is a national treasure. He's yeah. an Indian national treasure. And I've said it so many times. This guy is not just one of my favorite Indian actors. He's one of my favorite artists. Hey, Jody is here, by the way. Hey, Jody. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Say hi to oh, everybody. Oh. Superstar in the house. Superstar in the house. Yes, yes. But Go on. We're, we're such big Amir Khan fans. That movie even made us a bigger fans uh, of the game of cricket. And again, Nick has been the one that does all the research. And I always say it in the comments, you know, boring reviews, Cricket for Americans is Nick. You have no, I mean, you run your own podcast, so you can only imagine how much time you put into it. Well, Nick has to clean up my mistakes and Chris's mistakes and Jody's mistakes and, you know, edit this video, edit that video. So it's it's a lot of work for the guy. I got to tell you, but man, we're having a whole bunch of fun. And of course you got the legend in Jody. Right. Yeah. Let, let, let's let's throw Jody a question because you know Jody, uh, you are not as big as a uh, as for a sports fan as these two are. Let's. It, I think it's safe to say that, right? So, uh, but even then, right? I I believe you must have enjoyed Lagan, right? Because you don't really have to understand the sport to enjoy a movie like that. Like I enjoyed Moneyball. Like I don't know a thing about baseball. Very basic, but I loved Moneyball the movie, right? So, uh, w- what was your experience watching Lagan, by the way? 
We saw it. Which one's Logan? She came in about 30 minutes and Amir Khan and they're out there just like in the dirt. They're trying oh! to Yes, that England. one. I am the worst with movie names. I apologize. Please, please forgive me. Gone I'm the tax. worst. Yes. No, that was, it was very interesting and it was good. I, I didn't understand anything about cricket. So I had a hard time because I kept thinking about baseball. So I'm like, oh, they just keep switching back and forth. Like one team goes in and then the next team goes in. But Nick was explaining, no, it's just one team and then the other team. And like, that's it. But it was, it was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed um, just the characters too. They were funny trying to Jody, uh, play let, and learn how to play and going up against. Let, let me tell you what, there was, the, there was this uh, white lady, Queen Elizabeth, who's trying to explain the game. She's not only explaining the game for the, Team, she's also explaining the game for you. So I think that you shouldn't have a problem there. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. She did explain the game a bit. She was helping them. Right. You know, something I wanted to add is I still consider myself a, a newcomer to cricket, learning cricket, not knowing a lot about cricket. And it's funny, some of the things that you realize, like I think it took me literally about two months of doing videos to realize what a partnership was, to realize that there's two guys going back, back and forth. And especially with the bowlers side, it took me a forever to realize, Oh, they, they, they're on both sides and they're switching after each over. I had, like, there's these things that you're watching these games live. And I'm like, how did I not ever pick up on that? I feel like such a moron, but you know, the viewers are so supportive and they're so helpful. And they're like, don't worry about it. We just love the fact that you're watching it, which is cool. And it took me probably about two or three months before I started really loving cricket. And I can honestly say, I say it on the channel all the time. For me, it's baseball, NFL, football, and cricket. Like, those are my top three favorite sports. And that's not just me pandering people. That's the truth. I absolutely love it. And it's hilarious because it's proof. If you don't know a sport and you call it lame, then you're doing complete disrespect to that sport if you don't know about it. And case in point with cricket, I didn't know about it absolutely love it and we're very lucky and unique to be able to learn it and experience with hundreds of cricket fans that just love us learning about it yep you know what there is everything there is always every anything everything new something new to learn about cricket every day because i have been watching cricket for 11 years but i went it's only after i went to the stadium for the first time right i realized that bowlers also change the ends so don't worry about that right so but what what was your first what was your first impression of cricket like did you like what was your first thing that you liked about it what was the first thing that you disliked about it maybe gabe you can go ahead you know for me it's funny uh i am huge and i'm very 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 i'm not objective i can honestly be honest about that so when i'm watching the game obviously i wanted to prove my point cricket and baseball are very similar but just i like i love pitching in baseball i love bowling in in, in cricket and of course you know, all the subscribers are sending us these interesting videos to check out. Hey, man, check out Shane Warren. Check out uh, Dale Stane. Check out, they showed us all these videos of these great bowlers. So I'm like, man, this is fabulous. And, and the bowling aspect is so interesting to me. And, and my son, who's a high school pitcher, we're still trying to get uh, uh, to a field so that we can do it. My nephew actually has agreed to help with that video. But even him, he's watching it and, and, and thinking, hey, I could do this. I could translate my skills as a baseball player and as a pitcher 
to bowling. And again, I was a catcher in high school because I never had an arm in order to bowl. But the catcher, which would be the equivalent of the wicket keeper, is yeah. is the closest thing to a to a pitcher in baseball because you have to understand pitching. You got to know when to call pitching, how you're going to call a game, and same thing in um. And cricket, you know what I mean? I think the second most important position outside of bowling is the wicket keeper. Yep. So for me, I just love that aspect of the game where I don't care how good. You could be Chris Gale, bro. You could be, uh, 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 name him, Barack Coley. You could be whoever, D- MS Doney. But if I'm a bowler and I make my bowl, you're not going to get, you know, you're not hitting six runs on me or you're not going to get it. I'm going to get you out if I can execute. Now, Executing is easier said than done, <laughs> right? Right. Brock Coley has made a lot of people pay. MS Doni has made a lot of people pay. Uh, uh, Chris Gale has made a lot of people pay. But if I do my job as a bowler, I'm going to get you out every time. Right. Bottom right. line. It's just being able to do that. Okay. Nick, Nick or Jody, any one of you, what was the thing that confused you the most in the initial days with about cricket? I'll say one thing is I kind of experienced cricket a little bit with like period dramas especially they're always playing them in England like in the backyard in like the 1800s but what confused me the most again is it's the running back and forth as their runs I didn't understand what they were doing or why they were doing it but now I get it yeah for me I mean to answer your other question what was the thing that I liked the most begin with since I love baseball so much and we had this idea that it's so similar. I mean, sorry, Gabe, it's really not that similar, even though they are kind of the same kind of maybe the same animal kingdom, but completely different species. The thing I liked about this is cricket, since I grew up with baseball, it's like the upside down of baseball. It's so different. And that idea of a 360-degree oval where everything is in play, like to me that was just, as a baseball purist, that was really weird. But I loved it instantly because I thought, wow, the – the possibilities that you can have where you can hit it behind you and it counts as a four or a six or a couple. I mean, that to me, that was fascinating. The thing that confused me the most on top of the running back and forth, because even in my first video, I'm like, what are these guys doing? Yeah. The thing that confused me the most was how you get out in cricket. There's so many different types of getting so many different outs you can get. I thought you had to hit the bales first. No, I thought you had to hit the stumps first. And then you throw leg before wicket in there. That completely threw us for a curveball. <laughs> that was the most confusing thing for me. Oh, man. LBW. I understand it now, and I still hate the rule, okay? I still hate the rule. Everybody should be out. You know me. Everybody should I be out. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> who, 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 who is the, the first person to understand LBW among all you three? First person to get it. Um, I'd probably say Nick. Nick did a lot of research on it, so he actually knew all the nuances and the, and the different um, aspects of LBW. For me, and Nick made fun of me just on, t- on today's live stream earlier, and people have said, if it was up to Gabe, batters would always be out. They would. They would, okay? You're absolutely right, they do. They would. But Nick probably would be the first one to actually understand it because he did all the research. Like I said, he puts in all the legwork. He did research on other videos. Hey, how does pe- how do people get out on LBW? How does it work? How does DRS work? So I would definitely say Nick was the first one to pick it up. I think because, because uh, the answer to the LBW question lies in the most beautiful question that Nick had put in one of his videos, all right? I wish Jody was here to, uh, so I could explain LBW. Nick once asked a very simple question, which was very beautiful. He what he did was he asked like if the batsman was trying to uh, 
block his stumps, why couldn't he just put his body every time? That was your question, right, Nick? In, in one of your videos, if I'm not wrong. So there, there goes the answer. That's the answer. That is the whole point of the LBW, right? You have you you make sure that the batsman uses the bat to block the stumps rather than his body, because using his body is the most easiest thing to do. He has he's all protected. He has he's all padded up. So we'll obviously get in the way of the stumps every time. So that is not really fair for the bowler himself, right? right. So that is the point of LBW. I don't know if Jody gets it now. Uh, yeah, I'm getting it better. I just don't notice it all the time during the games. Right, right. It's just that if you don't have, it makes much more yeah, if if you don't have LBW as an out, what will batsman do is he will every time just block the stumps. That is one of the easiest way to like protect his wicket, right? And uh, yeah, like like uh, what else? Like uh, what confuses you even today? Oh man, uh, um. I'll let Gabe go first because I know he's always he's always got something on mind there. I think. <laughs> what confuses me today? Well, honestly, LBW doesn't confuse me. Although I understand it, I don't like the rule, but I understand. But I do understand it. What confuses me is here's the thing: elements play such a big role in cricket. Okay, and I've had tons of conversations with fans from England. And it rains so much in England, okay? Weather is such an issue. I think that part of the problem, especially with test cricket, which I love, it's my favorite form of the game, why don't you make a change, ICC? If there's going to be so many rainouts and so many games lost due to bad lighting, start earlier. Use the pink ball. Do something, but don't keep losing games on, you know, or losing innings, I should say, on rain delays and on bad lighting. It's so dumb, and I don't understand why they don't change, but the same token I do, it's just like baseball here in the States. The guys that run these sports are dinosaurs, all right? The ICC board, they're all dinosaurs, and they refuse to change anything because this is the way it's always been, and it's tradition. Who cares about tradition? I want to I get my money's worth. I don't want to lose innings and lose overs because of bad lighting. Bad lighting. Bust out the pink ball at that point. Come on, man. You kidding me? Oh, Gabe, Gabe is totally the wrong person to uh, watch 2019 World Cup because you have no idea how pissed off we were with 2019 World Cup, which was what happening in England. The game after games were like getting washed out. Go on, Nick. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Um, you know, for me, I, I like I like board games. I like card games because of the strategy of it. And so I'm still learning the strategies. I'm still confused by some of the strategies. And I, I will say, like, every match I watch, I feel like I learn a little bit more and understand a little bit more. The biggest thing that's really frustrating for me as I've been watching the Tridents playing in the CPL <laughs> is the captain choosing who to put there in, in, in their roster, in their lineup, their batting order, even on the TKR side. We were watching a game where, you know, Tridents had that game won, and then I was saying, why is Pollard so low in the order? You don't know you're going to get those early wickets. You don't know that's going to happen why not be safe and put yourself three or four or five? He was number seven or eight, and it worked out. I mean, it made him look like the freaking genius because he came in and bashed six after six after six and broke my heart. It's still not minted yet today. But why take that risk? Like, I don't understand the strategy of that. You don't know if your boys are going to get out. That's almost saying, I know you guys are going to get bowled out early in this T20 match, so I'm going to save the day. Or maybe the strategy is, I don't have to save the day because TKR is stacked. So I'll be there to save the day if I need to. 
I'm still trying to pick up on some of those strategies that I see in Guess every what? format. I'll tell um, you something, Nick. The Pollard's IPL team, Mumbai Indians, is also uh, the fans of Mumbai Indians are also asking the same question. So don't worry about it. But I, <laughs> I, I believe, I believe my my. I don't know what the captain is thinking, but my belief is right. But when Pollard is down the order, I think the players that come before him. they come out with a sense of freedom and confidence that right you know what i'm going to smack every ball but if i get out i'm not worried because pollard will save the day so i think that gives a sense of freedom i think that makes sense but i i may be wrong but uh, uh, let's go let's go to jody again jody you started uh, watching uh, cricket videos to understand the movies right you and nick started watching cricket videos but i you started with lagan but you also ended up watching ms dhoni's multiple uh, ms dhoni's videos to before you watched uh, ms dhoni's movie so uh, w- did you were you confused confused there or was your understanding improving uh, video after video after video so i'll be honest i'm not not a sports person so even though i watch these i still don't feel like i fully understand the sport because Gabe and Nick, like they just watch sport. Like they know all the stuff about all the stuff, and they're using all these acronyms and all these words. And I'm like, I don't know what those are, just because I'm not a diehard fan. Like I don't watch game after game, but I feel like I'm getting a better understanding of cricket. But I feel like it's more through when they watch it live and they're interacting yeah. with people. And I started becoming more confident. Like today, I asked, "What's a dot ball?" Like everybody's calling dot ball, dot ball. And so I feel like it's more. asking gave asking nick asking the viewers like what is this what's going on having them explain it to me but i still feel like i there's a lot i don't understand well what is there back off that there's there's not been one live match that we haven't streamed where i haven't learned something from the comment section and i'll say oh that's what that is okay like i didn't know what a dot was 3 weeks ago and now i'm using it all the time i love the dots when my team is bowling and i hate the dots when my team is batting oh dot is my favorite word now <laughs> what hey, exactly me. is the what is the what is the exact meaning of dot now jody if you can i'm just kidding but <laughs> not to put you in the pressure no 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 go on when Nobody that the, the um, batter does not hit the ball right during doesn't that get doesn't get a run. Yeah. yeah okay. Close. Just kidding. See, I was close. See. Perfect. perfect. There you go. I'm still learning. They don't get a run. Go okay. on, Gabe. You were saying something. I've just got to say. Normally, I'm known as the ranter and the basher, but in this interview so far, Nick has bashed the Tridents three times, and I haven't said "table" once. Guys. Believe, believe me, you guys are watching more more CPL than me because my my timings are so off uh, to the Caribbean timings because it's so late at night. I have work, so I don't watch it. So, but kudos to you guys, right? So, so you started watching those videos, right? What what are some of the coolest videos you have watched in all your cricket watching career, if so to speak? Anyone anyone can go ahead. I already know games. I already know it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could be wrong, but go ahead, Gabe. What's your favorite one? my favorite cricket video i mean live stream or actually video that we did like oh, uh, anything uh, a reaction that we did. a reaction mostly yeah, a reaction sledging i loved our sledging video i was cracking up watching the sledging like you know what i mean sign that bat man sign that bat i absolutely love the sledging video um you know i think one of the funniest videos we did too was so much fun it was the appeals because guess what it's they say cricket's a gentleman's game 
But appeals, in my view, if you did that in baseball, you would get tossed. Like in baseball, you can't – I know it's, it, it's built into it. Like they want you to appeal. But that appeal video, the one dude was like, ah, he's looking back and throws himself on the ground and everything. It was the best ever. And I feel like as, as players, sometimes you have the right to question an umpire. Like, are you kidding me? Where in Major League Baseball, they don't allow you to do that. So those are probably my two favorite videos. Uh, uh, um, my, my son Trey fell in love with Chris Gale watching that Chris Gale, uh, what was it? 36 off six, like he just launched everything. And, and Trey was like, oh, I got a new favorite player. <laughs> you, so, uh, your, 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 son, your son is my brother, Gabe, because I'm a massive Chris Gale fan as well. You know, you see the hat here. He belonged to this <laughs> team long time ago. Royal Challengers Bangalore, all right? We'll get, we'll get back to that. Uh, Nick, before you go ahead, I, I just want to tell you something. I think Gabe, the, the amount of sledging he loves, Gabe should belong to Australian team. If there's a team that he should belong to, he should belong to Australian team. Because they are famous for sledging. <laughs> Listen. Oh, they, man. They got sledged today, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. The bad. <laughs> Zampa. Zampa better lead a country. He better go home and eat. Because he better not go into a restaurant in Australia after that performance. He had a 47 runs. Gabe, 47 Gabe, runs. Guess, guess, guess the bad news is. Guess what the bad news is. So, do, do you, in today's match, do you know this guy called uh, Kane Richardson who was bowling for Australia? So, yeah, he's yeah. not going to play the IPL for Bangalore. And guess who's coming in place of Kane Richardson? Fucking Zampa. All right. So, I'm pissed <laughs> off as well. All right. So... <laughs> I'm not, ha- I'm not, I'm not happy too. All right. Uh, sorry, Nick. Nick, go ahead. Uh, what was your favorite uh, video? Uh, some of the coolest reactions that you've done. Uh, did I? Did I? Uh, I'm sorry if I offended you. If I have uh, used the F word, I'm I'm really sorry because I get passionate about my team. So yeah. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. So you're good. Um. Well, let me start off by saying my the favorite videos that we did and it's kind of self-serving is our reviews of the test because that was what really honestly if i can choose one thing that experience was what really brought us into cricket and understanding i watched it in just a few days and then we watched it again before the reviews with gabe and i learned so much about cricket just in in that series for me and my understanding that was probably my favorite series of videos that we did because of how much i got out of it favorite reaction Honestly, it's probably going to have to be the insane wicket-keeping skills of MS Dhoni because we got introduced to MS Dhoni. We had no idea. Like, we were brand new. I think it was, like, our third video. We got introduced to him, and I'm like, wow. This, I didn't even know what a wicket-keeper was before that. But this guy was pulling up different things. This guy had swag in his humble way. But also, again, self-serving, it did so many great things for our channel. It was one of our top-viewed videos at that time. We were getting a lot of love off of it. And we were just reacting to a, a wicket-keeping video that someone else made. That was probably my favorite. The sledging was, was op- absolutely amazing with Walton and uh, who was that? Williamson, I think, or Williams. But I'm trying to think of others that we've done. Um, there's been so many good ones, but I would have to say that the, the MS Donnie is probably my favorite reaction. I thought Lovely. that was such a great compilation. Lovely. You know, Lovely. Let, me, let, me pi- let me piggyback on that right now. I appreciate that video even more now, Nick, that I've seen the horrible wicket-keeping from Take Your Pick, Bearstow, Butler, uh, um, Dorich from my West Indies. These guys all suck, okay? They cannot – it's so horrible. Even today, who was the wicket-keeper for Australia? He gave up, I want to say it was like four – at least three different times 
balls that should have been stopped, you know, for, for Alex Cherry. Cherry, oh my gosh. And they go for fours. They go for boundaries. It's so frustrating. Now Buddy. I really Tony. Gabe, oh. Gabe, Gabe, listen, listen, listen. Let's 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 be a little fair to those guys. I think it's a little hard to do wicket keeping in England because I don't know if you have observed, right? If the wicket keeper is standing like this, right? In England, it only happens in England, all right? The ball comes right here and just swings at the last minute, so it's it's a bit tough. I mean, I can give a little little bit of lenience for for them. Just give give them a little break, if 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 you don't mind, yeah. <laughs> I'll give them a little bit of a break. Right. At least Butler has redeemed himself. <laughs> They're not going to let you go to any matches. As soon as you, like, walk up to try to enter, they're going to be like, no, go away. Go away. Especially with Butler, man. <laughs> and the boy got the walk-off six today. What are you talking about? 75 or so. Hold that, cousin. Come on. I'm sorry. Is He, he is a wicket keeper, though. His, his job is to catch the ball, right? I'm just, I'm just curious, right? Who won the right? game? Who won the game? Do they, do they do the stats by how many balls he caught or who wins the game? Six, brother. Uh, touche, touche. <laughs> right. Uh, Jody, uh, let me ask you this question, right? So does it get difficult for you? Because you, you are, uh, obviously, Gabe is a family man. You, you are, uh, Nick is a family man. Uh, so, and whenever they do cricket streams, right, they often do this at a very odd timings because not, none of the cricket games happen on the Pacific time, right? They must be awake at 2 a.m. in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning, 11 p.m. at night, right? So what, does, it, does it get difficult uh, for you as a family sometimes? Because they plan to do this for a long, for, for a long time, right? They're not going to stop anytime soon, right? No, I don't think they're going to stop anytime soon. <laughs> um, I think normally I'd say it is a little difficult because we all want to hang out with Nick and he's busy watching a game and the kids will keep asking like when is it over especially the test crickets mom when is it done when is it done but five days five days fun to sit <laughs> right? yeah exactly exactly no time soon but it's been fun to sit and enjoy it with nick as something that i can bond with him about because i'm not into sports and so usually he'll be watching baseball or football i mean crickets just replaced his other sports that he watches so the only difference is, is that before in our old home, we really couldn't go downstairs because he'd be right there in the family room, like hogging up all that space. So it was kind of like stay upstairs. Now that he's got his own room, we're like, eh, we'll just do our own thing. Well, it helps too that it's so early. Like you said about test, 3 a.m. You see me on those videos. I'm not very chipper at 3 a.m. <laughs> so it's nice that after an eight-hour match, it's still 1130 Saturday morning or whatever. And I still have, you know, the rest of the day to be a family man. So that helps. It's, it's, it's that thing that makes you a fan. Are you willing to sacrifice your sleep and your early morning, your Saturday morning for this cricket? And so far for us, the answer has been yes. Yeah. Because I, uh, go on, Gabe. I was just going to say, wait till your kids get older, guys. I mean, honestly, for me, it's not that bad other than having to wake up early because my kids don't like me. You know, I got teenagers. Let's be honest. Teenage kids, they're like, ah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's all good. The wife pretty much doesn't like me. I'm good. I only got one kid that wants to hang out with me. You know what I mean? So, oh, your kids are young, so they actually want to hang out with you. Wait till you got teenagers, man. They just lock themselves in their room all day on their computers and their phones. So it's glorious. It's glorious over here in the Lara household. Who? <laughs> Who knows, Gabe? They're also secretly watching cricket at 3, 3 a.m. What do you know? <laughs> Trey Mike. Trey Mike, because he doesn't sleep. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I, I want to ask, what is your favorite format? 
and why do you like it and gabe said a very interesting point that he loves test and it is very fascinating because test is the format that most people don't watch even in india let's be honest because it's very long and boring but why, what is your favorite format and why i'll let nick go first unless you want me to go first nick uh, you go ahead man you go ahead here's the thing i like test because anybody can win one game today that one game did not have anything to you know it, it proved that on just this one day england was better than australia but anybody can win one game test is a long drawn out series five days and you might be a better man than me one game maybe even two games try to do it for five days all right and it really it's like i can i make i equate the, the, the best thing about baseball to it baseball playoffs seven games yeah you might win one game you might win two games Heck, you might even win three games, but you, can you beat me four games? And my Yankees proved in an impossible situation, we, we beat the Red Sox, we beat the bricks out of them for the first three games. And in that dreaded year, 2004, which doesn't even count anymore, um, all right, we asterisk in New York, that, we just jumped over that year. No kids were born in 2004. That year didn't exist. The Red Sox did the impossible and came back, that, back from being down 3 nothing to win a World Series. That's the beauty of my, in my opinion, of Tess. As much as I love my West Indies, I'm from the Caribbean. The West Indians smacked, smacked England in that first Test series, right? And then England came back and said, "Oh no, 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 no!" You know what? Took the rest, the other, the next two matches, and it's all over. I mean, that's the beauty of it. You have to actually be the better team. You can't just have a better game and, and show up one game or two games. You have to do it for five days. Yes. You have to do it for the entire series. And to me, that's the beauty of, of test. That's why I love it. It's long. Again, for me, it's not that bad. My kids don't want to hang out with me. And my wife enjoys the fact that I'm not bugging her for at least eight hours a day. You want to answer? I'm sure I'll answer I like the T20 because it's done in a couple hours. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Very family friendly. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's funny because baseball is about the same time, like three and a half, four hours. No, no. She thinks that's no. long. Baseball is like seven hours. It is like get to the ninth inning and they're still tied. We're just like, keep going and going and going. There's no time limit. No. On average, about no. three and a half hours. So. As far as my favorite, I'm still going to go with Test. And the main reason why is because it's my first love. It's our first live streams that we did. We did, I mean, what, Gabe? We did like 15 days of it, 25 days of doing Test. And I wasn't there for every day. We were on vacation for the first series, but there for the next two. And, yes, it was long. But for us, we were on summer break. We're teachers, so we had the summer off. So we had that time to dedicate. I had the rest of the day to spend with my family. The thing that's going to be tough moving forward now that we're in the school year and we're doing online teaching and we're doing our best, trying to be the best teachers doing that, I can't see myself dedicating live streams to test eight hours on a Saturday when I have a whole honeydew list to do and family they want me to hang out with. So that's, going to, that's like the only thing I don't like about it is that it's so long live stream wise. Um, but I, I am starting to get into T20. I like that it's fast and it's quick and it's over. But like Gabe said, you don't get to the, you don't get the full experience. It feels kind of cheapened because it's so short that you're just like, the match is already over. Like we already have a decision. England's already won. Like that's just crazy to me because Tess was our first experiment, was our first situation. 
I don't think we'll ever get away from it. And we watched some pretty good test match, me and Gabe did, for those first few series. So we got pretty lucky. Great, great. What, what are your best moments watching live and, and while live streaming? What, what, what are your best uh, plays? What are the best periods of play? What, what, what did you enjoy the most? Maybe top two, maybe. Anyone. Camphor. Oyerland. Definitely. I like him. <laughs> we're, we're buddies. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> He'll find out. Right. Well, what, what about you, Gabe? Uh, for me, you know what? This is going to be blasphemous. This is going to be blasphemous. But uh-huh. I appreciate being able to watch greatness. And the two moments and all the, the, the cricket I've seen was watching Stuart Broad steal, steal the second test match away from my West Indies when they was getting ready to get drawn out. And this man went out and got three wickets and 14 balls. It was, it, 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 it was insane, man. It was I'm watching it like this is unreal. It just wickets kept dropping. I remember Nick went to church and I, I, I'm already gloating. And by the time he's, I was like, what happened? Even though it cost my team a victory, it was unbelievable to watch that kind of performance and test. And that was in, again, I'm a guy that loves bowling, I, just like I love pitching. So for me, that's probably the first one moment that I was like, wow. The other moment, man, what Pollard did to Nick's team again, all right, the Tridents, that game was over. They needed to chase, what, 72 runs, was it, in the last, 72 or 76 runs in the last five overs. And Nick is doing the math. And he's like, bro, they need like 11 sixes or whatever. And he got 12. That was insane. That was insane, man. And I'm just looking at Nick's face and he's like, is this really happening? We had never seen an offensive performance like that live. So for me, those are my top two performances I've seen in cricket, period. Right. Well, what about you, Nick? Best live stream moments, best batting, bowling. What, what was your favorite, one of the favorite moments? So we've gotten pretty lucky. So when we did their first live stream, um, it was West Indies and England. I was, like I said, I was out of town for most of it. But before we went out of town, I jumped on the first day, day one. Gabe had already done like a six-hour live stream. I took over for the last hour and a half or two hours. And I was complaining because every time I was watching it on my phone when I wasn't on the live stream, I wasn't seeing any wickets. And then I would walk away from it and then we'd get a wicket or two. So I kept complaining. I've not seen a live wicket. Gabe's done all these matches. He's seen all these things. I haven't seen nothing. So I was on the live stream and it was, I remember because we were recording in our bedroom in the other house and we had to get going. Like we had to go like five minutes ago and she's like, we got to go get off the thing right now. And I'm like, okay guys, one more over, one more over. That's all I have. Can I please get a wicket? And Jimmy Anderson goes up there for those six balls. And in my mind, I'm already thinking I'm going until I get a wicket. I don't care how many overs it is. She'll get mad at me. It's okay. And I think it was the last ball. The last ball in that over, he got that wicket. I heard that sound. I lost my mind. Um, that was a pretty cool moment because of the drama. Because I, I think I said, like, marriage on the line, family on the line, and Jimmy Anderson saves the day. That was pretty cool. Um, you know, we've seen some pretty cool chases and whatnot, but I think that was definitely my favorite. I was actually thinking that was going to be your favorite too. That's the exact one. Cause I remember being like, we have got to go like, get off. He called uh, a shot. <laughs> I'll tell you something. You will get your best cricket watching moments in IPL. So I, I suggest you wait for it. September 19th, mark that date in your calendar. All right. 
it's all 2020 okay. all the way for for a couple of for a couple of months it's a treat all right um folks uh what are your plans for the IPL? So do you, do you just plan to do uh, this live stream? Do you, uh, you know, what, what are you planning for that? Because it's, it's the, for your cricket channel, right? Most of your uh, viewers, I assume, are from India, right? So IPL, you must be planning something, right? So what, what can you tell us about that? And if you are keeping that under the wraps as a suspense, then it's fine. You, you don't have to tell that. Go ahead, Gabe. Well, Nick and I have already discussed about doing a lot. Uh, we're going to do live stream, obviously, for as many games as we can during the weekend. It's IPL, T20 format, so the games go relatively quickly. But well, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to release a video kind of like we did for CPL, where we do a quick overview of all the teams. And then we're going to make our selections on that video and who, te- who Nick's going to rock with, who I'm rocking with. I'll tell you right now. Spoiler alert, it's not RCB because the oh, I can't do it. I'm sorry, bro. You, you, you should, t- I'm sorry, you should be disgusted right now that they're even gonna bring in uh, uh, what's his name, Zampa in there, man. You know what? Actually, Zampa's disgusted with his own performance, he may not go, he's gonna certainly come up with some kind of symptoms and start coughing or whatever, dude. <laughs> you know, when he like goes and does amazing. I'm going to say, hey, Gabe, next, you heard Next this? match, bro. Next match. Exactly. I, I'm waiting for it. I, I, I'll tell you something, Gabe. I, I play this fantasy sport. I think I, I suppose you have a sports duel, something like that for football, right? We have something yeah. called Dream 11 in cricket. Next match, Zampa is my star player, all right? He's going to win me some money, all right? <laughs> I'm waiting Zampa. for it. I'm waiting for it, man. Right. You know what, though? It doesn't work for me like it works for Nick. When I trash a player, they never do well. I trash oh. Campbell, and he's still trash, okay? I trashed uh, 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 Hope, and he's still trash. It went over from uh, 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 international test to CPL. Nick j- trashed Joe Root, and all of a sudden, Joe Root goes out and performs. Like, the reverse psychology thing does not work. And it's funny, even as an American sports fan, I hate Yankees more than I hate any other player on any other team because they're on my own team and they let me down. I hate Knicks more than I hate. The Knicks have made me, bro, suffer. When I say suffer, suffer. You know, as much as I hate Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? You hate your own players more than anything. So, you know, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. But Zampa is almost at Campbell level. He's not quite there yet, but he's close. He's close. He had one bad over. He got you only four in his first over he bowled today. Gabe does not forgive anybody. <laughs> 47 runs. Gabe gives them one chance. One chance and they're off the team. Oh, they're your dad. Goodbye. Gabe, the rest of time. Gabe should never be a coach of any team. <laughs> I benched my own kid. I bet Najib. I told this story on the channel. His mother... His mom, who his mom and I split up years ago, but this is my older son. Championship game. It was club baseball. He's 12 or 13 years old, and this kid can't throw strikes. Can't throw strikes. I'm losing it. I go out there to the mound. When Trey's on the stream, you can ask him about it. And I'm like, bro, you're done. You're done. You got to go. But dad, don't dad me, bro. Dude, that's it. Give me the ball. So he has the ball. I send him to the dugout. He starts crying. His mom gets out of the, the, the stands, out of the crowd, goes and gets my kid, pulls him out of the dugout, grabs his baseball bat, and go, takes off with him in the middle of the baseball game. I'm like, what are you doing? I had to go to the umpire and say, uh, um, 
I just lost a player. <laughs> um, I'm going to need you to change that lineup card for me. Here's what's adding insult to injury. He was my number three batter because he was also oh really good. Oh, my God. So I had to take an out every time his spot came up in the lineup, which happened twice for the rest of that game. I was livid. Oh, oh. Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick, if, if, if Gabe is the coach of RCB, next thing you know, he would put Virat Kohli out of the game. And next thing you know, Anushka Sharma is going to grab Virat Kohli and just fly back to Mumbai from Dubai. All right? Like, I'm done with IPL. Just out. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, Virat Kohli, he's going to show all his captaincy letters. He's going to show all his awards. He's going to show all his medals, all his stats. Bro, you can't and back. Gabe's going to say, you gave me five and you got out. I don't care about your past. Get out of here. You're never showing up again. Who wants Barat for $5? You get him. You know, Gabe's going to be the motivational speaker for RCB. So watch out there, Najib. Watch out. <laughs> right. Um, Nick and Jody, so what are your plans for IPL? Do you, do you plan to uh, uh, use IPL to introduce cricket to your kids, for example? Like, what, what do you plan for IPL? Because there must be something special for your uh, Indian fans as well. Yeah. You know, that's a great question. With, with YouTube and the restrictions, you, you, you're not allowed to have your kids on there or you can really hurt your channel. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to include them. The funny thing is our kids, they know about cricket. They talk about it. They, they love the bat that I have. They love to swing it around. There was a live stream about a month ago where my youngest, he loves to wake up at early times. He had found a cricket game on his Kindle and he was playing it. He's like, wow. Dad, I'm playing cricket. I thought that was amazing. A six-year-old playing cricket in an American household. I mean, I felt like I had done my job. Um, they definitely know about cricket. They know, Dad, are you watching cricket again? Are you watching cricket again? I, you woke me up. I heard you this morning watching cricket. Um, so that kind of stuff makes me proud as a family man. I don't yet know how to include them, but you're kind of giving me some pressure right now. IPL is coming up. I got to make sure I put something good in the work. So I, I appreciate that. Look at him nod his head. Yep. Come on, man. Step up your game. <laughs> Jody, Jody, here's the thing. Jody, I'll tell you something. There are eight teams in IPL, okay? They all are crap. Just support RCB, all right? RCB is the way to go, yeah? <laughs> They're all crap. That's classic. <laughs> Oh man, it sounds like the CPL then. It no, like the CPL. <laughs> we 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 are we are trying to get all the support we can because we have never won a title. So that's funny. That's funny. Right, right, boys. Uh, t- 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 tell me something. Um, what are the skills that? So if you're if you have you have kids, right? Young kids, right? So obviously they would have played baseball a little bit somewhere in their uh, school life or somewhere. What are the skills from baseball that can be used in cricket? What are the skills in cricket that you think can be used in baseball? Running. <laughs> fair point. You know what? It's a fair point. Yeah. Um, Nick, it, run to it, is, it is. It is. Yeah. Well, if you're going to take, take batting into it, and me and Gay were t- talking about just today in a live stream in baseball when you're in the outfield if you don't communicate with one another you're going to collide with one another you're not going to go after the ball you're not going to be able to catch it you've got to communicate even when you're up there batting in baseball you have a third base coach base coach you know it's giving you the signs or whatever whether to swing away or to not swing or to bunt or watch out for the hit and run whatever it is if you're not paying attention to that if you're not communicating with your coaches then you're really going to suffer with your team and with that partnership, we see it all the time where this guy's running halfway through. This guy hasn't even thought about running. Yeah. Like, why not yell, yo, go, or something like that. 
So I think communication is a huge part of it, but also you have to, especially with young kids, you have to be a good teammate. You have to support your team. You may only get two that day in cricket. You may get 50 that day in cricket, but either way, you can't just be self-serving and say, well, I got a two, so my head is down. My head's in the clouds. I don't care. No, you've got to be there. You got to play for your team, support your team, and, and just do the best you can. That's what I would say. I'm sorry, Gabe. Did, did you hear that? Support? Like, be there? Oh, wow. Wow. Show some understanding. Drive by. Drive by. <laughs> you know. Just say <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. They've already talked about how baseball coaches are, are, and players are going to help out um, cricket teams with their fielding. The fielding is so similar where it's about taking a proper angle, or we call a route to a ball, so that a ball that should be stopped for a two doesn't become a boundary, boundary because you took a poor angle. You know what I mean? Uh, um, drop catches. I would think from the batting perspective, one of the things that my nephew and I have talked about, the Dominican, which you still don't see that, okay, here a lot in the States, but the Dominican way of teaching batting, all right, is – First of all, we don't hit baseballs. You go to Dominican Republic and they throw beans at you. So if you can hit a bean wow. with a baseball bat, you can hit a, a, ball. a, a ball with a baseball bat. Gotcha. So you train your eye-hand coordination to hit a smaller object, all right? And it sounds easy to do. It is not, all right? It is super hard to do. And one of the things that I think would help the bat, the batters, that's why I think Steve Smith, even though Smudgy has been horrible these first two games, the fact that he's unorthodox is because certain players is like, are like, I can only play a certain shot because they play, they, they, their swing is basically always in the same swing plane, so to speak, okay? In baseball, you got what they call launch angle now. So basically, the batters put their, their bat through the same angle on the zone every single time. Because if the pitcher makes a mistake and leaves it over there, it's gone. Well, pitchers have gotten through, uh, over that and now are pitching a lot higher. So if I know where your bat's going to be or what swing you're going to approach every single time, I, it's easier for me as a bowler to get you out. So I right. think bowlers need to be able to adjust. and Not bowlers, batsmen need to be able to adjust and not just think, okay, even if it's wide, let me go get that wide. If, if, if I can go ahead and put it in play, if the defense isn't set so that, it's a, so that I, I can get out that way. You know what I mean? And, and those are some of the things that can really uh, uh, translate between both sports. You know, right. I think too many times players are so concerned about, because this is how they're taught. This is the proper way to take a swing. This is the proper way, to, whether it's cricket or baseball. There's no proper way, man. Hit the ball. That's all that matters. If you hit the ball... That's all that matters. And then I think that we're starting to see that more in baseball now because people are adjusting to how bad strikeouts have become because of the launch angle that they're saying, okay, no, 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 we have to change this. Just put your baseball bat through the zone at the same exact spot, at the same exact angle every swing. That's right. just dumb, in my opinion. <laughs> Classic Gabe answer. Um, <laughs> jo jo Jody, I, I want to ask you the, uh, this specific question because you have kids and uh, obviously they sp play sport, right? So if you as a mom, you have seen baseball, you have seen cricket, right? Uh, if you had to choose one sport between these two for your kid, what looks or feels safer for you? Oh, that's a great question. I think that baseball appears safer to me mm -hmm. than cricket but i i like cricket i don't know if i like cricket just because i've hated baseball my entire life and this is something <laughs> fun and different 
But I feel like baseball is safer. I mean, one thing is like just gloves, like catching those balls with your hands is dangerous. I mean, we heard today somebody dislocated their finger. Who was it again? Morgan. Um, Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan dislocated his finger. And the fact that the ball can go anywhere. I mean, and I've, we've seen too many times where like the ball bounce, since you're, the bowlers are bouncing the balls, it hits them in the stomach, it hits them in the head. I mean, that can happen in baseball too. It can, but especially with little kids, they tend to play t-ball where the ball's on a tee and then they hit it from there. So there isn't a pitcher until they're a little bit older. So that's where I'm going with the safer route. Right. Now, I think if I had my choice, I'd put him in cricket because there's less competition in America for it. <laughs> I mean, they might be one of the best players in the country because not a lot of people are playing it. Right. right. Nick, 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 because uh, let me allow, elaborate on that question, right? Because when I look at baseball, right, I, I, I'm kind of intimidated. You see, if I am the batter, right, I will be intimidated facing a pitcher who's throwing at 100, ball, 100 mile an hour because I don't have pads. I don't have an arm guard. I don't have a complete helmet on my head. I just have this little cap. All right. So I think, uh, don't, don't you think it's, yeah. Don't you think it's like uh, 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 cricket has a lot more safety uh, in terms of the equipment that a batsman would wear than, than a batter in a baseball? Not if you watch our killer bouncer video. I mean, that was rough, but I mean, and they had the helmet <laughs> and it still went through the grill and got him in the face. The thing about baseball, when you're a kid playing in little league, and I played little league as a kid, they're not obviously throwing at 100 miles per hour yet. Yeah. It's relative to your age, but, you know, I, I have big legs, and so I would be able to just stand into the ball. It's coming at me 50, maybe 60 or whatever, maybe 40. It doesn't hurt that much, and you get on first base, so you're trained. I mean, it hurts. You get a bruise, but, you know, you're a guy. It's like a battle scar. You tell your friends, oh, check this out. This is super awesome. I got that playing baseball. So you get accustomed to that, and you also – these major league players – they are taught, they are trained where to move, where to fall when that ball comes anywhere near your melon. You're supposed to turn away from it, go down. Don't just sit there and freeze. Sometimes it happens. There's been some players that have gotten hit right in the face. You know, Gabe's man Stanton when he was in the Marlins. I, I see something like cricket where the bounce is off the ground and it's so less predictable in baseball Unless the kid in the little league or the kid in the high school can throw a really good curveball, the ball's coming straight, so you have an idea where it's coming. I'm not sure if that helps out or that makes sense. But, you know, they do have shoulder guards. They do have arm guards. They do, can get the extensions on the, the batting helmet to protect their jaw if they want to. So, I mean, it's, it's relative to the fact that it's not bouncing all the time and you can predict where that ball's going to go. I, I, I wonder if you guys have reacted on this incident called Phil Hughes. Have you ever heard about this name? Does this name ring a bell? He... I don't want to watch I know exactly who he is. I know what happened to him tragically, but I don't yeah. want to watch it. Yeah, because despite all the protection, even that can happen. Because sport in itself, Gabe, is, is, is a risky business, isn't it? I mean, uh, very few parents suggest uh, are okay for the kids to go and take up a sports career because it's a hard life. Listen, t- talking to somebody who's both my family and my wife's family, Savannah, we're huge sporting families. I've mentioned many a times on the stream already, Savannah's family is soccer royalty, you know, or football royalty wow. where, you know, her grandfather played. It is uh, football, know, all right. It's not soccer. All right. <laughs> well, for our American viewers, soccer, but international football, yeah, football, uh, you know, uh, 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 she's had cousins who play um, MLS. She's had uh, uncles who played for the Tijuana Cholos and other Mexican teams. Um, again, I have family who's played at the college level who, you know, the thing about it is 
when we're talking about safety and when we're talking about it, yes, it's a hard life. And 99% of athletes don't make it. They don't, you know, Savannah's family is an, is an aberration that so many pros have gone there uh, as opposed to my family where I've got like a second cousin who went to the minor leagues, but that's it. Yet every male in my family has played baseball. Bottom line is it's a hard sport to crack through. All sports are. As far as danger is concerned, you know, it's funny. Um, Trey plays both football and baseball. Trey's a phenomenal. He kid is 6'2 almost, all right? He takes after Savannah's side of the family. They're Mexican and Hawaii, Hawaiian, excuse me. They're, he's really, really tall. And he plays corner at football. We've always been afraid for him to play football because you hear about concussions. Yeah. And I've seen kids get laid out. Trey's never been hurt playing football. Yet playing baseball, he's had so far somebody slide into him just, just recently. Uh, the last game he played at, at, at last tournament before COVID wow. in Arizona slid into him at second base. He's trying to get the out. The guy slid cleats up and cut his chin open. He had it, ran into a fielder. The fielder's two front teeth went into Trey's skull because they collided. You remember that, Nick? He had like four stitches. He hyperextended his knee. Uh, 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 playing baseball. So any sport, even if it's not contact, to your point, it's dangerous. Here's the thing. You're talking about, the, the part you're talking about, which is more dangerous as a parent, if you're talking about baseball, 90% of guys know where that fastball is going. If they hit you, it's intentional. And normally, they're not going for the head. They're trying to hit you on the cheeks, on the, uh, on the thighs, the padded area to send a message. But that's why there are so many fights in baseball, because these guys have absolutely great control where they know that ball is going, so they're not going to hit you. If Chris Archer throws a bouncer up there, listen, he can't control where it's going to bounce if it's a nasty one, because uh, that has a lot to do with the pitch as well. It's so unpredictable where that ball is going to go. So as you saw with the Phil Hughes, and like I said, Nick and I have chosen not to watch that because we don't want to see it. Unfortunately, yeah. he was a real person. He had family. And, and, and it's a tragic. It's, it's tragic what happened to him. But that's the reality of a ball coming at you, you know, 90-plus miles an hour and, and you not being able to react in time because it's coming off of the ground and the pitch is such a variable as to which way it's going to bounce. Somebody asked a question. My nephew who plays at a high level, he plays for the Blue Jays, which is a, a Division II baseball team out here in college. He even said, Uncle Gabe, yeah, it would be harder to hit in cricket because trying to read that, the, the, the bounce off of the ground is so unpredictable. And if I am trying to be too aggressive and just read the bounce, then I'm not protecting myself. And I could go – if I miss a swing, I'm wearing that in my face which is you've seen happen. Uh, guys go for swings, they're wearing them in their stomach, like Jody says. Where, but if I'm too cautious and too concerned with the bounce hitting me, then I'll never take an aggressive swing and the bowlers are going to eat me alive. So in my opinion, I think batting is harder in cricket. And it, to Nick's point, it may be more dangerous. That's just, you know, from an outside observer. Right. Yeah, fair point, fair point. Um, once again, going back to Jody and Nick, um, <clears throat> Which game is easier to teach, baseball or cricket? So obviously you're an American family. You would find baseball easier to teach, right? So ob imagine you were from a country where baseball is not played or cricket is not played. The, the first time you come across baseball or cricket, which one would be easier to teach for a little kid? Baseball. Because when you're catching the ball, you have a glove, mm. right? And for some kids, they can't catch the ball with the glove for crying out loud. Um, when you're batting, you have the T right there where you're not going to have the T when you get out of T ball, but like Gabe said, and like I've said it 
the ball's going to come straight. You know where it's going to go. So you can – the biggest thing with kids, and Gabe can speak more on this. He's coached many, many years, is teaching the fundamentals. And with cricket, it's I, – I wouldn't know where to start. I know there's fundamentals in cricket. I know there's coaches out there that they, they coach young kids and all this kind of stuff. Obviously, it happens. But I would think – baseball would just be a little easier because the kid needs to gain confidence to catch the ball and they have that glove to help out when they're batting they have batting gloves I know cricket you have the cricket gloves as well well I just think it's easier one thing to think of is like the tee it's just like little this like pole and you put the ball on top so the kid hits the ball most likely it just drops to the ground and it rolls and so then you just teach the kids to put their glove on the ground and it's just lining up with the ball so that it rolls into their glove and so there's not a lot you know of mean to catch in the air or mean to aim it's just the ball's right there you hit the ball and yeah I remember I remember when I was in softball and I would just put my glove and it'd come in and my dad be like Jody you have to run to the ball run to it and I'm like yeah but it's all the way over there and I'm over here like <laughs> no <laughs> oh man I think it's easier gosh all I gotta say is I am so glad you two have never actually coached because if that's what you think it takes, oh, you guys are horrible. You're killing me. Poor Abbott. Poor Abbott. Poor Jackson, man. Bring him to my hey, house. I te- he I te- does about judo. <laughs> he does judo because I-, I can't get him. I can't do-, do baseball. I'm like, nope, too much. Here, here's, the re- here's the thing. Both sports, I think, would be equally hard to teach because mm-hmm. there are so many different nuances and so many different rules that have to go with it where – if, they're, if you're talking about legit, legitimately being, a, being able to play a game, they've got to learn about, in baseball, force outs, pickoffs, um, a cutoff, man. There's a lot of different things similar to cricket where you've got to know, learn midpoint, city point. You've got to learn bowling, whether it's spin bowling or swing bowling. There's a lot of different things to teach kids to, to, to get them prepared to actually play a legitimate game. Cricket has these laws. I think that's maybe the hardest thing, having them understand leg by wicket, having them understand uh, um, some of those nuances and, and that you wouldn't quite understand. Bowling. Today we saw Jordan do something that was – he literally set up this batsman by giving up a six and giving up a run, and now I've changed your eye level, and now I'm going to go ahead and take the, the wicket because you're ready, expecting one delivery, and I'm going to take another. So – being able to teach all that would would be a little bit more dif- uh, difficult, and I think that it's a thinking. It's definitely a thinking man's game. All right, you can't just have skill but, and go play cricket. But okay. Gabe, think you wouldn't teach like young kids all of that. Exactly, you would just teach them just fundamentals. The you start off with the fundamentals just a couple things and as they get older and they master it then you add a little more don't give me those eyes (laughs) so you're you're saying in the second the second practice of a five-year-old little league game you're talking about force outs and you're talking about all this kind of stuff stop it listen you're talking about boxing you're talking about all this i have a video of trey at five playing up with giovanni who was nine he played on the nine u team and trey his very first ball savannah almost killed me because i was like Babe. because he's your son gabe because he's your son that is why <laughs> no joke she's like she's too little to play and i'm like woman he's fine ball gets hit to him at second base right and he easily grabs it gets the force out at first base this is again a five-year-old it can be taught now I always went to the extreme because, again, in Dominican Republic, 
from the age you're two or three that you can start walking, you're hitting balls. You're, you know, baseball is a part of life out there. It's played literally in every single household. So we start even at before Jody, um, literally, you know what I'm saying? We start at a really early age where kids are hitting beans with, with, with broomsticks sometimes, not even with baseball bats. And learning how to swim, yeah, learning how to catch. The difference, though, Gabe, I think you're looking at as, you know, someone that was born into baseball, baseball is life. I mean, when I hear Gabe talking about his kids with sports, like, I mean, they go all over the country, they go all these different places to have their kids play baseball. Typical American family, the typical American baseball family, they're not going to go to those lengths. There's, there's just a few, you know, the small outliers are going to go that lengths. They're going to teach their kids. They're going to put their five-year-old and nine-year-old team. That's not typical. We're given more of the typical approach where my kid wants to play baseball when he's five or six. I'm not going to put all that pressure. You better know what a force out is by the age of five or you're out of here. That's the typical thing. And I think Gabe kind of made my point. With cricket, there's so many things you have to understand just to play your first match. With baseball, let's just worry about catching the ball. Let's worry about hitting the ball. Let's make sure I – mean, these kids, these four-year-olds, they're running the third base instead of first base. Let's make sure they're going the right direction. So you're talking about the typical family, you know – that's where I stand by right there. Nick, Nick, Gabe is that guy in Whiplash. Are you rushing? Are you rushing? You drummer, you stupid drummer. Are you rushing? <laughs> oh, that's a great reference. That's a great reference. That's funny. Uh, thanks. Um, you know what? You, you're talking about teaching the kids, right? In my opinion, because I have, believe me, I have taught all my little cousins how to play cricket. All right. My, from my little brother to my little cousin, one of the most nightmarish things to teach a kid in cricket is bowling. Just to be able to get his arm go like that, right? I, I mean, the, I, I wonder what your reaction was the first time you saw a bowling, right? I mean, you, you must have been used to pitching and it, it, should, it, should, it, should not, it should not have made sense to you. Like, what the hell is this going on with both arms? What was your, what was your first reaction with bowling? And then did you feel like, how, how, how do you teach these two kids? Well, here's my stupid American side. The first time I saw bowling and I saw the guy bowl with the run-up, and then have that straight arm, I said, man, if he would just bend his elbow, he'd be able to get so much more on that ball. And you know, I didn't realize it was, it was a law that you could bend that elbow. So here's my, as an American, thinking I know everything, and I'm like, bro, they're doing it wrong. They should be bending their elbow. They'd be able to get their shoulder more into it. On the follow-through, I didn't realize it was a part of the law until further, we, we further, um, we watch further videos, and again, interacting with all our subscribers, and they would let it know, you can't bend your elbow, et cetera, et cetera. But watching the action, I'll tell you how hard it is. Uh, I bought, what, three, four balls, Nick? And you could tell the difference with the ball Trey's been working with with the other ball. Part of the reason we didn't even start the videos because I'm not going to put my son, who's a serious high school athlete, out on the field to hurt himself when we're making a video until I'm confident he could do it. And it is so hard training your mind not to bend that elbow. And to get he could do the full toss easy. He's already got the full toss down pat. But getting it to bounce and then take those stumps, oh, my gosh, this is so hard. So I, I, I feel your pain. It's I, super hard. I, I, I've been playing cricket for 18, 20 years. I still can't do it. I still can't do it, even today. What, 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 do you, what, what did you think, Nick? It, it, do you think you would be able to teach your kid how to bowl properly? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a watcher of sports. I'm a, you know, someone who likes to talk about sports. 
I, I've never tried to, to coach too much. I try to coach my younger brother and he absolutely hated it. And he whined the entire time. I tried to show Jackson a few things when he was younger and he hated it. Um, the thing about bowling when I first saw it is I, I wanted to laugh out loud because I thought, what are these guys doing? Why are they running up? Like they're in full sprint. You're going to be exhausted by the time you even throw that ball or bowl that ball. And then they had that wild motion. I was like, how do you have any type of control with that? Now, as someone who's watched many, many games of softball where they do a kind of a, not a similar, but they do a little wind up when they bowl, but they do it upside down. They throw it underarm and they kind of do one of these and throw it like that. It gave me a little bit of precedence where, okay, this is just the style of it. But honestly, my first reaction is, what is this guy doing? This is weird. Right. It was very, 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 very different. That, that is why I, I kind of respect fast bowlers in cricket more than batsmen in a way because they they do the hard work, right? I mean, not only they have to rotate the arm as fast as they can and they have to maintain the variation in their fingers so if, if they want to swing in or swing out and the spinners, their fingers determine which way the ball will go. Their wrist decides which way the ball will go. I mean, there's a lot more complicated bowling is and I feel bad for kids who take up bowling when they're kids. <laughs> Seriously, I'm just waiting for one of their arms to fall out of their socket. That's the first time I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to twist an ankle. They're going to hurt their knees because they are running and then they just stop and they throw the ball. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm just waiting for them to fall over. Well, it brings up a good point because if, if you believe in the idea of talent where some kids are just born with that God-given talent to be able to, to bowl, you know, it's not going to be in just certain regions. So think about of the 300 million Americans, how many of those kids have the national or natural talent to bowl, but they don't even know what cricket is and they're not yeah. even testing it out. I mean, imagine that. That's a shame. All those kids who are have the ability, but they've had no one show them how to use it and they're never going to develop that. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we've talked so much about cricket, but you know what? I believe that uh, your maximum knowledge of cricket has come from your channel, right? From the subscribers of your channel, from your fans. And uh, how, how thankful are you to the channel, to the fans that who have who has given, us, given you so many insights? Unbelievable. I mean, I, I keep talking here, but it's, it's the number one thing for us and – the viewers, I, I think it's remarkable that they're willing to sit there for hours with us while we're watching a test match, and we don't even have, have the game on the screen. They just have to watch it on a separate device of their own like we are, and they're willing to teach us. They're willing to help us out. And when you're in a situation of learning, you kind of have to put your ego aside, and you have, which is hard to do sometimes, and you have to understand that I don't know a lot of these things. And so when they're telling me, you know, it's not it's, – it's, it's defending as a batsman – it's fielding when you're out there, not to get offended by that and to understand they're truly just trying to help you out and they're trying to teach you, you know, the comments that they leave, the, the, the likes, all that kind of stuff to me is just remarkable because I don't think I'm a natural YouTuber, but I do love movies and I do love sports. And so this gives me an outlet to be able to talk to other people about it. But you need someone on the other end who's willing to talk back to you, who's willing to comment and you're willing to take that time so for me, it's just unbelievably amazing. I'm so super grateful for all the people. Um, I mean, it sounds cliche, but I truly am. With, without any kind of viewers, we'd probably still be making these videos, but we wouldn't be having nearly as much fun. And I will say it's been helping out a lot at home because he used to talk to me about sports all the time, and it would just go <laughs> over my head. I'd be like, uh-huh, 
whatever you say. And it's been so nice because he doesn't really talk about sports anymore. <laughs> he gets it all taken care of on his YouTube channel. Sports therapy. Sports jo- jo- Jody, uh, are you are you fascinated by how far this uh, channel has come? Because I think you, I, I, I've saw, seen one of the earliest videos of the channel. It had like 60 views, 100 views. And I think Joker kind of hit it off, right? Your Joker reaction hit it off to like 14K views. And, and what, what, what do you make of how far the channel has come heading towards 50,000 subscribers or currently at 30,000? What, what, what do you make of all that? You know, I'm actually very, very impressed um nick is somebody who always goes out for his dreams like he just says he wants to do something he goes and does it and i'm the type of person who i don't like i just keep dreaming about it and never go but he's an inspiration to me because he he's like i want i want to make a youtube channel and i was like oh don't like what a waste of time like no offense i was like sure honey go do it but in back of my mind i thought nobody's gonna subscribe and not to be rude but just because there's so many youtube channels out there it's a hard it's like going and deciding you want to be an actor yeah it's hard to do but he did it and he put a lot of time. He's put so much time into it. I don't think people realize that how many hours he spends. He's up late at night. He's editing videos. He's stressing and making sure he's got all this stuff in a row. And, and it's just, it's, I've been so impressed. Like I'm, I'm proud of him for going after this. What and a wife. Gabe and Chris and everybody for joining and helping him and all the subscribers who like subscribe and they support him and they give him shows and clips and videos to watch and they help him out. And, I think it's just been wonderful and it's been a great way. Like Nick just gets so, he gets so excited. He comes and tells me all these things. Well, this guy said this, or I learned this from a subscriber today. And it's just kind of, it's really neat and cool to see that come. And I hope that it shows other people to go out, go after your dreams, try something like you never know what could come of it. And it's pretty fun to be able to sit and watch and be like, yeah, I'm proud of you. Nick, I appreciate that. What a woman. Yeah. Sure is. Nick, uh, before you started this channel, right, what what was your memory of India? Like, if I tell you the word India three, four years ago, what was the first few things coming to mind? And and how this channel has changed your perception that there is an entirely different world out there with a billion people and, you know, how... how what, what, what's your... What's, uh, how, how have you changed as a person after starting this YouTube channel? With your world worldview, so, in a way. So, mentioned about our lack of ability with geography, right? I mean, if it's, it's bad enough. Most Americans don't even know the geography of America, to tell you the truth. And so, honestly, my only, you know, understanding of India, I knew about Bollywood and I, because I, I opened up one article on my Google, on, on, phone, on my phone and Google years ago, and so I got all these recommendations, Bollywood, 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 but I would never really read it. I would just see it. Um, my only understanding was Apu from Simpsons, and from a show called Outsourced. I'm not sure if you've ever seen the show before, yep. but this guy, he gets sent as a manager to India and he's running a call center out there. That was my only understanding. And I knew, you know, they, they didn't eat meat, they didn't eat beef or whatever. That was the only thing I knew. And it's sad to admit that. I mean, I'm almost 40 years old for crying out loud, but that was my entire understanding. Again, I had no idea about Jabby Kawai. I had no idea about OSR or any of these other channels that are out there. And so for me, what it's done is it's humanized what an Indian is. It's humanized. It's let me know there's 1.3 billion people that are super passionate about the things I'm passionate about, movies and sports, particularly cricket. Um, There's a test episode where Australia goes to India and you just see the mobs of fans who these are their rivals and they're so excited to see these cricket players. For me, that passion is what I absolutely love. 
earlier the YouTube channel, I was taken back by the honesty of a lot of the Indian viewers because they would, they'll tell you flat out if you're doing something wrong or you're saying something wrong or this or that. I mean, it's complete honesty, which I try to be an honest person. So I appreciate that if I'm able to put the ego aside. But for me, it's, it's humanized and it's helped me understand and honestly gain a great love for India because I have that personal connection with so many viewers and so many people that interact with us. And it's easy for people to say, oh, it's about the money. It's about the money. Listen, both our channels combined bring in maybe a dollar or two a day. It's not about the money. It's about the interactions. And it's about, honestly, those relationships. And for me, I can't wait for India cricket to happen because people are going to hate me if they're playing against England because I'm rooting for these guys all the way because I just have that kind of love and that appreciation. And I haven't even been there yet. So I'm not sure if that makes sense, but that for me, it's really humanized India. And, you know, I love watching the travel videos that we watch or whatnot and learning about different places. It's just, it's been unbelievable. Right. Uh, Gabe, uh, here, what, how has your perception changed, right? Because you must have uh, watched so many reaction videos after having seen all those wonderful directors, wonderful actors, cricketers. What, 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 how has your perception changed from your old uh, memories or stereotypes that you had about India in your mind? Right. Well, you know what? I think you, you Nick hit the nail on the head and you just mentioned it right there. Stereotypes, right? So the only, when I thought about India, obviously I knew, you know, its location, um, and I, re- I knew that um, it had a billion people. But outside of that, whenever you, I would think of India, you wouldn't think of, man, first thing that comes to, not, to mind now when I, st- when I think of India is artists, man. You've got guys like Amir Khan, who I think the guy's a national treasure. The guy's amazing. I say all the time, he's not one of my favorite Indian actors. He's one of my favorite actors, period. I got him up there with some of the greats here in Hollywood and... and you know, a, a guy like Nawaz, who just plays that perfect villain, that perfect bad guy. I love me some Nawaz. But like Nick, we all have stereotypes. It's just what you see, right? And at least here in America, the majority of interactions I ever had with Indian uh, with Indian people, people from India that lived over here, they were either super, super smart kids at school who I hated because they were messing up the, cur- the curve, you know what I'm saying? Especially in college, like, bro, come on, what, are you kidding me? Really? You the, you the guy that got the five extra points? You know what I'm saying? So that's all, all you would think of, or you would think of the stereotypes you saw on TV, the pocket protectors or whatever. You didn't think about, you know, the jack dudes like SRK who's super yoked or, you know, you wouldn't think of these athletes like Amir Khan or MS Dhoni, who if you put them in baseball, I guarantee you these guys are athletes, they could dominate. So I think that really what this channel and, and, and being a fan of cricket has done has really just showed what I think America in general needs to see is learn about the rest of the world. I think that stereotypes and, and bigotry and all that comes from a lack of knowledge. Once you start understanding of people, you understand they're just like you, you know, and, and they're, they, they breathe just like you. They live just like you. They got the same fears and, and, and aspirations as you. And from that perspective, it's made me grow closer to to that to that now i'm already from the caribbean so for myself even though i'm part american i've grown up here i'm really an international person so i've kind of of uh, surplanted is it or not surprised transplant was transplanted over here but i think it has given me a bigger appreciation of the world in general and man the artistry that's good that 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 that, that could be found out there like again 
I would think of an Indian chicken school and I would think of the girl that blew my, you know, my, blew the curve in, 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 I don't know, physics class or whatever, or stats class. I wasn't thinking of Priyanka Chopra where, oh my gosh, she's super hot. You know what I'm saying? So it just really changed those uh, stereotypes and it just really changed, you know, my idea of what it is. And I, I can't wait until COVID is over, you know, go out there and visit. Nick and I have already talked about going with our wives, ditch the kids, ditch the kids, ditch the kids. <laughs> you know, and just hanging out, man, having some food, catching a live cricket game. I'm just uh, really excited to be able to do that, man. And, you know, to Jody's point earlier, when she was talking about Nick, and I say this all the time, I had no aspirations, bro, of doing YouTube. In fact, my kids who follow YouTube and are gamers and they follow other YouTubers or whatever, I did this because Nick's my best friend. And Nick was like, oh, bro, I'm starting a YouTube channel. I was like, all right, cool, man. You want to go on? Whatever. I, Jody could tell you, I would call him and talk to him about baseball games. We'd be talking about sports and movies at school. So it, for me, it was just another avenue to, to hang out with my best friend. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, yeah let's do it, whatever. But then it started to grow and I, and I got into it. But I mean, Nick, when I say he's accomplished from this guy having his master's as an educator to having written his own book to now starting his own YouTube channel and, and, and you know, bringing us along with him. He is that guy that goes for it. And I know that that's kind of the, the, the message he gives his students. Like, listen, anything's accomplishable. If you put your mind to it, you just got to have those dreams and, and, and shoot your shot. So it's not just the wife, Nick, talking when she says that. We all think of it, you know, Chris, myself, everybody involved with the channel. Like a lot of people say, I'm going to do something. Very few people actually start it. They have the, the guts and the fortitude to stick with it. And, and, and keep working on it. So hats off to you, my friend. Keep on going. And thanks for inviting me to this Born Reviews slash uh, a CFA family. That, uh, ladies and gents, me. is the most right now, beautiful yes. rant of Gabe for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> full, full of heart right there. Let me yep. just add one small little tidbit. Just He, he was nice to me, so I'm going to let him have it a little bit right now because that's how I am. I mentioned he's right about the YouTube thing. He's like, I'm not sure about that. You go have fun. Once I posted my first video about Star Wars, this guy called me up. He's like, whoa, you didn't tell me you're going to do it already. This is awesome. Let's do it right now. I absolutely love his enthusiasm. I love his support. This guy jumped on from the day one. And he's sometimes he drives me crazy. Let's do a video on this. Let's do a video on this. Let's watch this. Let's watch this. But I absolutely love it. Um, the fans absolutely love it. I know Born Reviews wouldn't be anywhere it's at without these two right here, without Chris. I mean, that's the absolute truth. Um, it's just, it's fantastic. And someone like Najib here, he's doing his thing. He's putting his stuff together. I appreciate him for letting us have an avenue just to talk about this kind of stuff. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, 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 one last question. Through this channel, have you realized how big cricket is in India? Have you, do you have, have you got a brief idea how big cricket is in India? My idea. Right. Small idea. You know, Nick said something interesting, and I never thought about that until we started watching cricket. But it's so serious now that my nephew, who's having some trouble in college because they just canceled his season, my son Trey, who's grown up his whole life thinking, hey, I'm going to the major leagues. They're like, well, if the majors don't work, I could translate my skill to that because – Cricket is just in its infancy here in America, and most of our team, our players here are, are, aren't even foreign, are foreign-born, I should say, and it's not that hard with programs that are that small saying, 
hey, can I get a tryout? You know what I'm saying? Whether you fly around the country, whether you uh, across the country, whether you go to a, a open tryout or whatever. And I think that eventually it will, once it starts making money here in America, it, and, and let's be honest, once America is able to get test status and, and play on a bigger uh, um, platform, once they start winning games and maybe even end up winning a World Cup, then all the colleges will incorporate that. But I'm already in the back of my mind thinking, hey, I got two younger boys who can also, you know, swing the bat. Let's teach them both. And I'm, I'm excited. When you were talking about that earlier, I'm like, hey, Trey, man, I want to get you clocked at a, with, with our gun. We don't have a gun here. But at his school, they have the gun where you can read how fast you throw a, a baseball. Yeah. And he's already been clocked at like 81, 82. So wow. I'm in my mind, I'm like, uh, how fast can you throw a cricket ball? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta think that way. You got to think that way. And I'm like, it's an avenue. I think any, any failed or a baseball player that doesn't make it, because there's also um, a certain amount of luck to baseball, right? You got to have people watch you play. You've got to be healthy. I've known great players that just get injured, and then by the time they're healthy, their time has passed them yeah. in high school, so they don't get that college scholarship. Well, this is an avenue. I mean, the Oakland A's a couple years ago signed a guy that was in their stands that went on a competition. How hard could you throw a baseball and threw 97 miles an hour on the gun and it was a strike. And they're like, get that man a uniform. You know what I'm saying? Send him to the minor leagues. So really that is, and I love that Trey's embracing it. That is where we're going with it, where not only am I watching it, but I'm trying to learn as much as a game so I can prepare my son. So if, God forbid, he doesn't get that baseball scholarship or that falls through, I know he's an athlete. He's 6'3". He can throw really hard. Let's get him on the field. Let's see what happens. Fantastic. Uh, Jody, I want to come to you, right? So tell me, describe the family life of a YouTuber because I look at Nick's channel, right? It, there's almost a a video every day, sometimes two videos every day. And here I am, I work eight hours a day, full-time job, and I'm struggling to get one podcast every week, right? He is editing, releasing, edit, release, sleep, edit, release, sleep is all he does. How, what, what is the stress that you go through as a family? And, you know, talk a bit about that. Just, you know, this, this upcoming few minutes are all yours. Just rant your heart out. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Quit, quit, quit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, no, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. He's the nice thing is, is he, he's got the app or whatever on his phone so he can edit the videos on his phone. Like when he's downstairs, but if we're watching like a movie together, he's usually got his headphones on and he's editing it at that time. Um, he, and he stays up late. He is up late. Like I'll stay up till 10, some, some nights 11 and I pass out and he's still up. He's in this room, just whether he's recording with Gabe or he's editing a video. And so He's busy. He's busy. And sometimes I admit, sometimes it's frustrating. Sometimes I want to be like, you need to stop, like come hang out with us. But then I have to realize too, is that I put, I expect a lot from him as part of the family. Like it's no surprise. I don't cook dinner. Like I just don't cook and it's no surprise. And so I realize that I need to step up my game. Some things that I don't like to do, I need to do to support him in this because he supports me and the things that I want to do. And so, um, but the kids, they've adapted well and they know that like this is something that dad enjoys and so for the most part like that's okay I think it's just we are used to having him around a lot more and now he's just busy but at the same time it's something he loves to do and he makes time to hang out with the family he doesn't ignore us all day I mean 
he like he told the kids after this is done we're like the day's us like it's family we're gonna go over and celebrate my brother's birthday but then we're just hanging out so I think it's just being able to prioritize and manage and for him it's he wants to give those videos out for the subscribers because they enjoy it and he enjoys it. But I think he's learning too, like with work now that he's actually teaching that sometimes it, things kind of take a step back. The other day, he's like, I didn't get a video posted today, but you know, I had one yesterday. I'll get one tomorrow. It'll be okay. Almost a heart attack. Yeah. He did. He, he was worried about it. Yeah. I was, I was going to say as a joke, you know, if you want to help me out, you can start cooking. But I mean, <laughs> I, uh, teacher, you know, editing, I teacher, editing. Teacher, you had the whole summer off. So you have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have, I'm kind of a control freak with that, that too. I, you know, in the, in the summertime, we have a lot of idle time. And so it's nice to relax. It's nice to sleep in. It's nice to do nothing. But for me, like, that's just not how I operate. I want to stay busy. We just moved homes in the last few weeks and started school and did these two channels or whatever. Like it's, it was pretty pretty tough doing that but the thing about youtube is if you don't put a video that day it's, it's not the end of the world um you know honestly the hardest thing is just the recording trying to set schedules i've gotten editing down where i can get the video edited and thumbnail create and all that stuff like in under an hour or whatever because we're, we're doing reactions or we're doing movie reviews and we plug in a few pictures here and this or that so it's not too bad i don't play video games i don't do stuff like that for me, I, I used to play this game on my phone, this solitaire game, and I would spend hours a day on that game. So I just kind of gave that up and replaced it with YouTube. But for me, if it ever gets in the way of family time, family comes first. One of the reasons I became a teacher is so I can have that family time. I don't want to be traveling and not be with my family for several days a week. So that's the most important thing. And if I do see it, it's suffering, then that's got to go. But as a YouTuber, you've got to have content. You've got to do daily content or, you know, stuff starts to suffer. So it can be a challenge. How many hours are you sleeping a day? Because you are a YouTuber and you're busy writing novels. You're busy teaching. Well, what, what's the next upcoming busy? And I'm also curious, how long are you going to continue with this intensity, right? As you grow old, are you going to scale back a little bit? Are you just going to keep on going like that? What, 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 have you thought far ahead in the future or you just think no more than a year or two? No, I don't, you know, there have been a few times, I will admit, a few times where I'm like, man, I probably shouldn't have started this whole monster because this is demanding, but I don't see it ever stopping. Um, my biggest fear is we run out of content and crickets helped immensely to not run out of content. I think there's always a match, there's always a game, there's always a past match or a past whatever. But, you know, with the reactions for trailers and for movies, like I worried is, are we going to run out of content? But there's so many movies out there. The tough thing is when you dedicate so much time and then you post a video that you're really excited about and it doesn't get that many views. It doesn't get that much attention or doesn't get that much love. And I'm like, wow, what am I missing here? That's, that's the tough thing. I think Gabe's talking, but I'm not hearing his audio. I'm not talking, but I was whispering to myself, oh, when, Gabe, don't rant, don't rant, don't rant. But no, I'm no, no. When, when, <laughs> when something, when something uh, doesn't work or something doesn't get views, just get Gabe live and then, you know, that will get views. <laughs> you know what? That I gotta ask a question. And look, Nick's laughing because I think he knows already. Uh, 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 um, 
what happened. So I'm trying to help him out. Again, Nick, we're not just YouTubers or whatever. That's my best friend. And I realized the amount of stress that was put uh, on him and his family between moving and school. So I was trying to do a little bit more. You know, I've never really done solo reviews or whatnot for the channel. So I said, hey, I'm going to try to do a solo review. I knew that week he couldn't put one out. So I watched um, Monsoon Midnight. Uh, uh, was it? No, no. My, my, what was yeah. it? Mons what happened? Monsoon Shootout. There you go. Monsoon Shootout. And I was like, so this movie, in my opinion, was brilliant. Brilliant. If you've never seen it, watch this film. My point is, we put it out, and normally on an Indian review, we're going to get at least a 1,000 views, whatever movie we review. Bro, it's still in the hundreds. You would have thought it was like, a, you know, it was like, what did I do wrong? You know what I mean? So, yeah, when you put a lot of work into something and it doesn't work, you're just, like, down about it. Did you see this film? Why is it? Was it me? Did I not do, you know, do it justice? I know Nick wasn't in the video. And, and stuff. And that's why I said, listen, you're the, you're the true superstar, bro. Without you, I, 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 I'm rudderless. I'm, I'm a ship that's rudderless. You know what I'm saying? Did I go off on too many rants? Because this movie is amazing. And nobody like, not that nobody, I appreciate every single person that watched that video, but I think it still got like maybe 300 views. And Monsoon's shootout was amazing. That director's vision in that movie, if you've ever seen it, I don't want to spoil it for anybody here. Just give it a chance and watch it. Because I was like, what just happened here? <laughs> I was I was shocked. I was shocked. Nick, Nick, Gabe, whoa. Nick says the same thing. Sorry, if Nick does a solo review and it doesn't feel, he always says because Gabe's not on it. I need Gabe. <laughs> I refuse to work without him. Rick cannot work without Morty, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nick, what, what can we expect from you in the future, from the channel, from your novels? What, 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 is the, what are the things that we should look forward for, for, from you? Just go ahead. You know, I, I've been in survival mode the last few weeks. Things are starting to calm down. We just bought three shelves yesterday, so I got to build those suckers. But um, what to expect in the future? I want to get in some kind of a routine, some kind of a regiment where like each day is like, say, like, reviews on Mondays, um, music reactions on Wednesdays, cricket Tuesday, obviously the thing reactions on some other days, the reaction videos are easier to do easier to film and easier to edit. So those kind of make the job a little easier. I want to have some kind of routine so that the viewers know, you know, I come to boring reviews for the reviews. I know I'm going to get one every single Monday or I come for the trailer reactions. I'm going to get those on the weekend or whatever it is. I, I would love something like that. I would love to be able like CFA right now is just kind of going in a million different directions. We're doing this, we're doing that. We're just trying to find content that our viewers are appreciative of. I want to try to have more of an organized schedule for that. So I know in my mind, if I have my three reviews in place and saved in the bank, I can maybe take a week off and I have those things scheduled there. But I also, you know, I'm trying to find ways to interact with the audience a little more, for example, to bring in more audience, I should say, by doing different things. So I did a Salman Khan video or song reaction me and Joey did yesterday. I posted that and just trying to figure out what is the right mix? What is the right balance of videos that are kind of different than the norm to bring in a different audience and then bringing, having videos that people come to watch and you don't alienate that audience by doing something different. They're probably not going to appreciate. Um, for example, Coke studio. I love the music on Coke studio. I really do. I love doing those reactions but I understand that's Pakistani music. And so I understand the situation with some of the viewers. So it's, it's understanding that balance. So I think if our viewers knew 
that on Friday we're going to get some kind of like wild card video. I'm going to tune in for that. I think that would be a little easier than just kind of just throwing it out there and kind of, you know, crapshoot kind of situation. Right, right. All right, folks, uh, before we wrap this up, let me test your cricket knowledge because you've, you're watching, apparently you're watching more cricket than me. All right. So. <laughs> all right. Let, okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, use some terms and you'd have to answer. All right. So um, what's a hit wicket? Ooh, we saw one today. That's when the batsman on his backswing misses the ball and knocks over his same his own wicket. Johnny Bairstow, you savage. How dare you? Oh, he should be embarrassed. Don't go get dinner anywhere because somebody's going to put us a special surprise in it. He's so lucky England won because he gave up his wicket. Oh, that was so funny. That's right. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, what is caught and bold? Hot and bold, like that's one term. I have no idea. I know what caught means. I know what bold means, but caught and bold, I don't know. Right, Gabe, take a take a swing. <laughs> well, if you get bold out, that means basically that they just threw the ball past you, took out your wickets, and it, it, you got bowled out. Or if you were caught out, and I think that's you said the two, but I'm, you you may be referring to two separate things: bowled out or caught means, you know, the ball, uh, uh, the batter hits it at a fielder and the fielder catches it before it bounces, so you got caught out. Is that what you're referring to? Okay, so uh, I, I don't think you have an idea about this. Uh, cotton ball basically means bowler taking his own catch rather than the fielder. All right? That, okay. To me, that's weird because it should be bold. Bold and caught because you bowled it first and then you caught it. Caught and bold to me is backwards, so that was confusing. So you take but, this up with the uh, English folks who designed the rules on the words. So <laughs> no, generally blame England. Yeah, blame England. No, generally when when a batsman gets out, you see when he's walking back to the pavilion, right? Like bowled by Mitch Stark, caught by Butler, bowled by Archer. Caught and bowled by Archer means Archer took his own catches and own bowling. That's what it is. All right. Okay. A uh, couple of more questions. Uh, America, United States of America has a cricket team. True or false? True. True. Great. Canada has a cricket team. True or false? True. True. Great. They played the first international match. Right. Fun fact, there was this Canadian guy in 2003 World Cup called John Davidson who hit the fastest century ever in the history of the World Cup. It was a record back then. Now it's been broken by A.B. de Villiers, obviously. But John Davidson, the Canadian batsman, hit the fastest 100 back in 2003. And I was a little kid when I watched it. Anyways, uh, who is your favorite batsman? Jody, if you have one, go ahead. Nick, Gabe. Camper. Camper. Okay. like him. She likes herself some island. Oh, man. Are you, we had are you, question earlier. To- are you Irish, Jody, by any chance? I'm just guessing. I don't know. My family's like way back, like 17, uh, okay. 1600s. They're from Ireland. But yeah, that Are you explains talking all-time favorite or current favorite batsman. Uh, any, um, you know, why don't you just name both? Okay, um, I gotta go all-time. I gotta 
Go MS Dhoni. That was our first uh, big video. You know, this guy's got some skills. We watched the movie. We learned a little about his life. The guy just retired. So excited not to be able to see him uh, bat live. Current favorite batsman. I mean, I haven't seen a whole lot, so I'm going to go with Ben Stokes because what he was doing in those first few matches was unbelievable before he got injured and before he had his family situation. So I'm going to say probably Ben Stokes right now, not to mention when he was uh, chasing against Australia in 2019, he just lasted and, and stole that match. Dude, was unbelievable. Right. What about you, Gabe, for favorite batsman? You know, for me, if it's of all time, from all the videos we've watched, I like Raul Dravid, man. The wall. I mean, th- that's just such an old school way. Where of- is Rahul Dravid from? Where do you think Rahul Dravid is from? Uh, India. Bangalore. Bangalore. Bangalore, Bangalore, Bangalore bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not know that. All right. Good Go job. Go on. Sorry. That. Go on. No, and, and, and for me, I think that that's a more... Uh, uh, a better way of playing the game, a cleaner way, a purer way. Again, I love Tess. So for me, I think that that's my favorite batsman. And then currently, presently, even though I mentioned how much, how impressed I've been with Pollard and his power, I love Steve Smith, man. This guy's approach is I'm going to hit the ball where I see it. And contrary to popular belief or Nick, uh, yes, I cannot just one game and not just throw a guy out. Th- I know what he means to the game. I know how good he is as a Batman. I'm upset at him now, but I know that he's super talented. And just that approach of I'm no going to hit the ball no where it's at. I got to say a Steve Smith. That's, that's, those are my two. Right. Favorite bowlers. Anyone can just go on. Chris Wokes. Captain oh. England. Chris Wokes. He loves him some Captain England, man. He loves him some Chris Wokes. Uh, you know what? I've got a love-hate relationship with Stuart Broad. I made a comment, I think, today, and people were like, absolutely not. And they're like, I'm like, he may be the most talented, at least right now, playing the best and bowling the best of any bowler this season. I mean, this guy is absolutely fit. Filthy. Stuart Broad is filthy. Of all time, you know, I've got to go with the guys I've seen. Oh, man. It's probably going to be Shane Warren, man. It, 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 it is unfair to see, the, <laughs> see those balls that he threw. Like, as a batsman, you don't know if it's going behind you. You don't know if it's going in front of you. You don't know where that spin is going to take it. So, Shane Warren was absolutely filthy. Filthy. Nick, fair bowler. Uh, all time, you know, again, it's it's what we've been exposed to. So I know there's a yep. lot of fans out there, Bangladesh, India, South Africa. They're like, you're not mentioning any of our guys. You keep mentioning these English guys. We've been watching a lot of English cricket because that's who's playing right now. Exactly. But all time, we've also watched a lot of videos on Brett Lee. This guy was a maniac. This guy was ruthless. This guy was an assassin. He would just throw it, you know, so well right at you. This guy was unbelievable. And... Uh, you know, what he did against Pierce Morgan was criminal. I mean, he went oh. after him. He will said he went easy on him. He went <laughs> after him. This guy was amazing. He deserved it, though. Anyways. Guys. He deserved it. I like that. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. What's your favorite team, Jody? If you had to root. Ireland. Okay. Ireland. Fair enough. Fair enough. She said it in an <laughs> Irish way to Ireland. Yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Um, folks, what is Ashes? Let's last question. <laughs> ashes is a every two years. It's Australia versus England. It originated because England was England cricket was dead when uh, they lost to 
Australia. So they burn the ball, put in a little urine. And it's, it's, it's like, uh, I mean, it's like their own world cup. You know, those are the only two teams invited to it, but right. it's, it's very serious business. We found out recently that man, Australia had a winning streak at Lords for 75 years against England for some time. So I mean, unbelievably competitive. And you can't tell me they had side paper all 75 of those years. All right. Come on now. Come on, English fans. You know, that's the first, that's the, that's the excuse they bring out all the time. It was a sandpaper for 75 years? Really? Come on. Folks, also keep an eye on India vs. Pakistan rivalry, all right? Even that is huge. Oh, that's what uh, I keep hearing. Can't wait. Right, right. Uh, you, you know what the fun fact is? Uh, the urn that you're talking about, the burnt urn, I went to England last year in 2019 World Cup, and I went to Lord's Museum, and I saw that urn. It was right there. And, so and cool. yeah, also the cricket world cup that a uh, couple they've held, it was all right there at the Lord. So if you happen to go to England, right, go visit the Lord's tour, visit the oval tour. Oval is the last, there is still that door they have preserved through which Bradman, Don Bradman walked when he played his last test match and he uh, missed his hundred average and got out, got out. Right. Uh, folks. Do you have do you have any questions that I can answer about cricket? Because I can I hope I can answer. Any questions, my friend? Confusing rules or any history that I can clear? Well, I think it's not rules. I think that I am always at odds with the fans because I am very very uh, um, hard on the officials. Okay, and. At least from an American perspective, you always you give it to the umpires, and even so more here in the in the states. After we discovered that umpires were actually fixing games, there was a huge scandal with the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings. Um, I wow. think that was like 2003, where the FBI found out that the mob had infiltrated um, referees in the NBA and other sports, and they were throwing games. You, you know, I mean, look it up online. The guy's name is uh, Tim Donahue, I think his name was. He ended up going to jail for it. So I am always suspicious now of every single umpire, every single official call. And there are some calls that are so bad and so egregious, I'll be going off. But it's like the, 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 the fans, the cricket fans are just like, oh, it's part of the game. Like, I don't understand that. Is it because maybe you guys aren't as cynical as us here in America, maybe there's never been any scandals from that perspective where officials have been caught cheating like what is it with you guys giving the officials a break i i don't, I don't get it somebody typed in officials lives matter two game you know <laughs> lives matter two game. i'm like oh this is the only place where official lives matter so that's a very dark joke sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> Cricket, oh man, that's funny. No, because it is very easy to catch an official on TV because, you know, umpire, everything is recorded on camera, right? And what are reviews for? All right. So if an umpire gets too many things wrong, it will be very evident from the amount of reviews the players take, right? So when, when there are way too many reviews happening because of way too many mistakes, the umpire will be called out. There is a, there, along with the umpires, there is a guy sitting uh, 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 around the dressing room. He's called match referee. I don't know if you have heard about the term, right? Match referee is present in every single cricket game. And he is like a judge. 
all right so if anything wrong goes and if if a player has a complaint with the umpire and the umpire has a complaint with the player they all go to the match referee and the referee acts like a judge and it's all like a courtroom all right so uh, there is a system in place which will not let umpire cheat most uh, mo- uh, most probably and in the history of cricket right it's the players that have cheated most of most often than not right the fixing happened among the players most of most often than not i mean you can look it up right you can look it up at uh, look up about hansia krone of south africa mohammad azruddin of india many pakistan players like salim malik and so on the fixing usually happens around the players mohammad amir you must have seen the pakistani guy mohammad amir he yeah he was banned he was caught on tv bowling a massive no ball like 2 feet ahead of the crease right at lords watch watch that video i'm not you you might not want to react to it but you know just watch it for your own knowledge they were caught live on camera in 2011 and they were arrested and they were jailed so most usually it happens with players but umpires and referees they they have too much going on there are too many eyes on them so uh, and and uh, they cannot get away with such things so yeah i mean for me that helps because here's i guess we're coming from our american um perspective Ba- there is no punitive punishment for any umpire any official in any american sport funny yeah they funny get it wrong time after time after time after time again and those same guys will be there for 30 years blowing I'll, calls i'll tell you something fascinating right before this covid situation if you have watched cricket games if two teams are playing right there would never be an umpire from those two countries have you ever watched that so if england and australia are playing there will never be an umpire from england and australia before covid now because of the covid because of the travel restrictions they get the local umpires obviously but before the covid there were never umpires from the playing countries because back in the day when travel was not that frequent the umpires used to be the local uh, umpires from the city right so these local umpires if india is playing in england the england empires will never give any favorable decision for india oh, of course you can see that yeah. of course absolutely. so it 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 kept on happening time after time at one point this there this uh, pakistani captain called imran khan he got pissed off and he's like i'm not playing if the empires are local bring a neutral empire so that was a point from where neutral empires have started and so that is a, that is one more factor that will help because they won't have any uh, uh, affiliations towards any other team right they will be neutral so so give them a break is what i'm saying you know what you've made the smartest argument i've ever heard from anyone and you explained it in a way that it had never been explained to me before so i can admit when i'm wrong i'll say i was wrong but i was coming from my american perspective yeah, yeah. where I, our empires are not held accountable out here our referees are not held accountable out here and some of these guys have made blatant there's there's videos on youtube where they've got pages dedicated to umpires blowing calls and the same guys blow calls time after time again what it sounds like is that icc has their act together where major league baseball and football and american sports don't because these umpires walk around with impunity where doesn't matter they can do no wrong so good for the icc to make those changes i didn't realize that i thought that it was you know i was watching a game which i was shocked where stuart broad's father was umpiring in the same game he was playing 
how is that not biased? But I didn't realize it's because of the 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 the. COVID he's not. Situation. He's I'm not like, the umpire. He's not the umpire. He's the match referee. And the fun fact is, Stuart Broad find his son. <laughs> I heard about just, that. that just, was like you, Gabe, just like you, Gabe. Just like you, Gabe. Just like you. He's my new hero. Yeah. <laughs> Nick and Jody, what, right, what, so, Najib, what? I got a question for you. Here. Yep, go on. So I got a question about leg before wicket. So I understand the general things you're talking about. You don't want to block this or that. Explain to me the outside leg exclusion of the rule. Like something about outside leg, how, oh, it's outside. Even though it's lined up with the stumps, Nick, it was outside leg, so it's, it's not out. Explain that to me. So, uh, okay, I'm going to do my best to explain this even. Uh, so I don't know the reason behind it. So I think what you're trying to get to is um, if a right-handed batsman, I'm left-handed batsman. I'm going to explain left-hand, okay? I, I, I find right-hand very uncomfortable. <laughs> so I'm a left-handed batsman, all right? So, uh, so these are my wickets, all right? This is the line of my wicket, all right? So if a ball is pitching from the outside my leg stump, and I'm trying to block it, it is not out. All right. And if the ball is coming from the offside, off stump, outside the off stump, if I block it outside my stumps, all right, it may be going on the stumps. The ball may be going on the stumps, but I, I block it outside. I stretch my leg out and I block it outside the line. All right. Even that is not out. Because you blocked it. Yeah, b because I blocked it outside the stumps. So you can block it anywhere on the outside of the stumps and they don't take in consideration the trajectory of where that ball is going. Yes. Because in late before we get, they'll show on the thing, they'll say it's missing or it's hitting. But if it's outside leg, it's neither. And so... I guess you roll the dice as a batsman where, I mean, could you straddle your legs one on both sides on the outside of the stumps and hope it hits one of those? Can you be, can you do that? Dude, if, 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 if you straddle your legs outside the stumps, then uh, you should not be playing cricket. <laughs> That's classic. That's classic. Okay. How about I turn around and I go for the cheeks? You can hit my cheeks. No, That's okay. That, that, uh, I'll, 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 I'll talk about it. See, Shane Vaughn, right? Shane Vaughn. Shane Vaughn bowls this massive leg spinners, all right? right. What, yeah. is the, what is the best thing to do in, in a test match, all right? If you go out and go, go your take, take your bat out and just try to prod it, you may edge it to the uh, fielder standing right there. What is the best way to play Shane Vaughn? You stretch your leg out and you just block the ball even before it comes into the line of the stumps. Right. You but just, then that's my... That's my point and my gripe with that rule, not to cut off Nick. If a guy like Shane Warren is masterful at being able to get that spin to then go take that, um, to take the stumps, right? They practice it all their life. So you're really putting the spinner at a disadvantage because just because it's, you know, uh, outside of stumps or whatnot doesn't mean, I guarantee you, if you take the batsman out, they'll be able to hit that, uh, the real good spinners, hit those stumps nine times out of ten. So you're putting the bowler at a disadvantage, and that's our problem with that rule. Gabe, how long are you going to do that? You're going to hit at one point, right? So that yeah. is the point of the test match, right? It tests you. Who's going to give out? Are you going to keep on blocking me? Okay, I'm going to keep on bowling you. Let's see what you got. Let's see how long you last. All right? It's the test of patience, all right? So... <laughs> 
a great answer. Ooh, I got served, bro. I got served. I never get served. What happened here? Oh, man. You never get served? Oh, come on. Very you have rarely. A bad memory. Very rarely. And if Dude, I do, I forget really quickly. This entire podcast was about you serving us. So let's, uh, you know, it's fair enough that I serve you at least once, if not more. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, man. No, that makes sense, man. That right, makes right. Sense. Jody, what questions have you got? You, you, you must be having a million questions, but go on. Shoot. No offense. No offense. I don't no have offense. Any at the moment, I would. No offense. No, you're good. I would need to physically be watching a match and then mm-hmm. be able to ask you questions because a lot of times so much goes on that I don't know that happened that I forget what it was. Okay, I got a question. Right. And you're gonna say it's just the referee's judgment. But the wide ball, right? They have those little lines like on the pitch. And if I am a right-handed batsman, it goes behind me, it's wide no matter what. Yes. It goes in front of me and it goes past that line over here, then it's wide. Why do I see an obvious wide and the umpire doesn't put his arms out and show wide? Why does that happen? Uh, because, Gabe, we give umpires a if break and let it go. And that's past the wide, then it's, you know, it's no question, Damn, why? Give me the free run, right? Yeah, it, it, it is more of an umpire's fault, isn't it? It's like, it, it, if it is too close to the line, right? It's sometimes hard, like, did it go that way? Did it go that, this way? I'll give an example, right? In, back in my school days, right? Um, we used to have that same wide line. So we used to draw, we didn't have, we, we are a poor country, all right? I'm just joking. So we used to, uh, we used to draw three stumps on the wall, and then a wide line over here. All right. So, uh, so we had uh, we had like uh, we had like two runs to win on the last ball, and I was batting, and the guy bowled, and the ball hit at the wide line. So no one had an idea where it hit. So my argument was that it was wide. The bowler was like it was not wide. And see, we fought, we argued, and then we didn't talk for the whole day. Right. So. <laughs> When we were kids, obviously in high school, right? We were stupid when when we are in high school, so that happens. But yeah, to your question, right? It's it, uh, yeah, it 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 is hard. I mean, it when it when the ball is so close to the line, and especially when it goes pitches really up, right? So it it is it is really hard. And obviously, the bowler thinks that I'm fair, and and the umpire thinks he's fair. And yeah, that hap- It's a mistake. I get like I get if it's like at the line or if it's like right there. I get that, but there was one not too long ago where it was like two inches away from the line, and there was no one. Well, I think it was a CPL match, and so, again, sometimes maybe it's just you know referees. Some, yeah, sometimes if referees aren't fully paying attention, even though that's their their that's their job, that maybe their eyes were looking at something else, and they weren't even paying attention. Oh, was that wide? Like I wonder if that happens. Some sometimes what happens. Sometimes one more interesting thing that happens is so. Uh, what if a batsman goes and stands on the wide line? What do you think happens? It's called wide, right? It is, it is not, right? So um, if the batsman is moving towards the white line, wide line, so it is, it is safe to assume that the batsman is able to reach the ball, right? Wide is something when he's not able to reach the ball. So the point of that wide line is assuming that the batsman will stay at the stumps. Right, but if the batsman is walking over towards the wide line, I'm not going to give him a wide. All right. So it also depends on where the batsman is before the ball is being bowled. Right. So the umpire will make a, a decision like, okay, 
I think that is a delivery that he would have reached. So I don't think it should be a white there. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Okay. So I'll take that argument and I'll throw you another one. I don't understand why when the batsman swings and they call why when it's too high or whatever, the batsman swings at it, misses, but they get saved by the wide because it's a white. If the batsman offers at it and does a full swing, why is it then called wide? They took the risk. They swung at that bad ball. Why is the bowler punished for it still being a wide when they offered at it? Because it is not baseball. <laughs> okay, but what happens if that batsman hits it and it ricochets up as a six? Right? See, Will it count as a six or does it count as a wide? And it in, a in cricket, a wide ball is a ball that you're not able to reach regardless of you swing it or leave it. Does that, does that make any sense? Oh, yeah, it makes sense. We understand the rule, but we just think that from that perspective, as a bowler, let's say, and I'm thinking about it again from baseball. I'm glad you put, that, put in that. I, here's the simplest way to put baseball, right? If I'm a pitcher, I want you to swing at wide balls, right? They're not in the strike zone. If I'm a hitter, I only want to swing at balls within the strike zone. That simple. Well, again, you put in the pitcher at a disadvantage or in cricket, the bowler at a disadvantage where if I can get you reaching at a ball that's not hittable and I got you out because you're not disciplined, going back to that test mentality, who's going to stand firm, who's being tested here, you're putting the bowler at a disadvantage. Now, that's a law. We get the rule. We just don't agree with every rule. There's rules in baseball I don't agree with that drive me absolutely crazy. It is what it is. And, for instance, in baseball, I'm not sure how long you've been a fan of baseball or, or how long you've watched baseball, but they lowered the pitching mound because before they raised the p- pitching mound, I want to say it was, what, 60s, right, Nick? Late 60s, early 70s? The strikeout rate was crazy. And they were saying, oh, the ball comes down at an angle. It's too hard for the batters to hit. Then get better. Why completely change the game to try to – it's like – you answered the question. They're trying to make the game more offensive because people like seeing runs, right? You're putting the bowler at a disadvantage. You're putting the pitcher at a disadvantage. Gabe, and I think that's what bothers us. Gabe, Gabe, when was the last time you heard cricket is a bowler's game? I think I'm the <laughs> only one that says it. <laughs> exactly. It, no. Go, um, uh, sorry. Sorry, I got to I have to leave. I got to go take care of our kids. I'm Perfect. so, so sorry. Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much for joining, thank Jody. So it's been... Thank you very much for joining, Jody. It's been fun. Thank you. Later, JP. No, Gabe, I, I, I totally understand. I totally understand. But, you know, that sometimes, you know, uh, umpires give bowlers a hard call. Like, it, it, is, it is just too hard. They go hard on the bowlers sometimes. But my point is... Uh, it doesn't matter how hard you swing, right? If, if you were bowling this high and the batsman is swinging for that, then it is batsman who is stupid, right? Why is he even swinging a ball that is going that high? Like, he should, he should rather leave it, right? But the, the rule is the rule is that regardless of how hard you swing, um, it, is a, uh, it is a white ball. Now, to the next question, what if he nicks it? If he nicks it and it goes for a four, it is a four. It goes for a six, it is a six. It, if it goes for a catch, it is a catch. No, listen, Nick. If it goes for a catch, it is a catch. It is a catch. So, so it's a wicket, basically, if they nick yeah. it, even if it's a wide ball and they get out then. 
Yeah. Okay. So at least but, that's a little fair. At least that's still, a little fair. there's that advantage to the batsman because if I swing and I miss, then I got saved by the wide, wide, right? If I nick it and it's a boundary or a six, then I was able to get that boundary of six. If I nick it and they catch it, they ha- I edge it and they happen to catch it,